0: Love, love a good wild peacock. Peacocks make crazy noises. Did
1: apparently whatever they eat, uh, turns th- their poop is like blue and purple. Allegedly, so figured, <laughs> Yes, yes.
0: This is wild. What do they eat?
1: Yeah. I don't know, but one of my clients says that like they have like this neighborhood peacock. What we do here is go back, 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 back.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This is my legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers about college football and lifestyle. You can find us on the internet at www.thewheelroute.com. We are at the Wheel Route on Twitter. WheelRoutePodcast at gmail.com is the email address. And you can get the show from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, all of the above. Side note, that might, might have been one of the cleanest reads all season. Just want you to just want you to, to take Yeah, that one you
2: in, you sure. interrupted it right there just to brag. Uh, it's fine. It's know. fine. I was
0: feeling good. I was feeling really good. My name's Logan Whitehouse. I am on Twitter at logo on the dawn. Mostly likes and retweets, but occasional takes. Occasional takes. I dabble. Um who else is here? Oh, oh, I'm in Stuart, Florida. Forgot to mention that. Uh nice. it's 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 lovely here. Um we uh we broke through our cold snap. Uh woke up uh it was at 49 degrees the other day uh, at in Stewart, Florida, Gasp. at uh, sunrise. So um, believe me, everyone is, is reacting exactly as they should, very dramatically. Um, my uh, construction manager at my job site was uh, wearing a shirt and a button-up flannel and a sweater and a jacket, and was I'm, debating. It was like, oh, I got to get, you know, wow, man, I can't believe you're just out here in, in a flannel. I had a flannel shirt on for the... 61 degree heat of the day temperatures um and it was lovely
2: at at what temperature in your neck of the woods do they break out the like hand warmer packets
0: so i mean i don't know if you can get those Uh um i would i mean i don't know if they're sold i haven't i haven't noticed i would imagine somewhere in the subs. if it's less than 60 it's it it feels cold and i'm gonna be honest like i've lost my edge too it Mm -hmm. feels cold I get it. Um I can I probably adjust a little quicker or or like realize that it, it feels nice to wear. I mean, I don't get a chance. I have a nice selection of flannel shirts, okay? And I don't get to wear them really down here at all. So I got I gotta get it all in in the like we'll have like maybe a, a total of like two and a half weeks of days like this where it's you know, it's worth really busting it out, busting it wide open, if you know what I'm saying. So sure.
2: Throwing that flannel Um,
0: in a circle, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yes, all around in a circle. Uh,
2: Whose lovely baritone is that? My name is Jordan Shank, still in the friendly city of Harrisonburg, Virginia. Still on Twitter.com, regrettably, at Shank Jordan. um, (laughs) Where, yeah, much of the same uh, liking, retweeting, maybe tweeting once every two or three weeks. Just to keep my account marked as active in the database. Um, right. Yeah. A uh, little, little bit of who's recruiting update. Just landed a commit from a big uh, defensive end tonight. Hopefully Four star, right? Yeah. Uh, number seven ranked DE in the country, ac- according to one of the services. Um, is he from Virginia? He is. So hopefully, you know, going to be kind of hard to transfer closer to home uh, for this one. So. <laughs> Which, which I'd like to point out, I was right. One of my three guesses were right about Juwan Briggs. He has landed at uh, Luke Fickle's uh, military football establishment, the University of Cincinnati. So best wishes to Mr. Briggs. Good work, guys. Um, Yeah, happy to be here. We're, we're still trucking. We've almost reached the the quasi end of the season, but we're still doing this.
0: Yeah, it's really weird looking through the number of games that various teams have played. There's teams that have played like eleven games, and then there's teams that have played mm-hmm. three. And we're just we're just out here pretending like the season is basically two weeks away from wrapping up. We get the final playoff rankings in two weeks, I think, which is wild. Um, so, yeah, whatever. We're we're out here. Um, Jason's not with us tonight. He is still with us on this earth, though. Uh, yes. um, but he is not with us tonight. Big matchup for the for the for the boy Dukes this weekend. Uh, they welcome the Terrapins of Maryland. Huh? Are SVP they and them
2: or are they traveling?
0: I think they're welcoming the Union, oh. the union Bank and Trust Center or whatever it is. I believe it's a home game for the Dukes um, and they are playing Maryland. So um, all in attendance will be treated to some B1G basketball. They
2: are hosting know. Maryland. So I'll <laughs> yeah. have to invite SVP into the box. There you so go. If SPP would respond to my DMs, I'll let you know how to get <laughs> in, into the the suite that I've you know paid for.
0: Give him the punch code um, and uh, just it's yeah, make sure someone biometrics make sure make speech. sure someone scans his forehead yeah. on the way in. There's a lot of there's a lot of surface area for him to scan up yeah. there, so just they can find a spot that meets the temperature. Yeah, reply. any That's
2: any it. one of those
0: <laughs> might have to get on a school. <laughs> to, <but. laughs> should should work out. Uh, we will be joined by Koji e later for a little update. We've got two episodes of the bachelorette in the tank and her team is just absolutely laying waste to us. So we'll let her take her victory. Cool stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 We will let her take her victory lap. Um, uh, she deserves it. She did a great job of selecting teams and we will get to one of the most devastating releases since Mike, um, in, in Hannah B's season. Uh, but at least personally, personally, it was, it was, it was crushing. Um, But yeah, no, no spoilers on that one. Jordan, what are you drinking?
2: Uh, I'm, I'm continuing the sparkling water theme of the fall. Um, I don't think this qualifies as mineral water. Uh, this is Nomi sparkling water. It is the Michigan cherry and lime variety. Okay. There's a lot more lime than Michigan cherry, Hmm. which, uh, You know, I wasn't expecting like a Sonic Limeade experience, um, but I I would like a little more of the red fruit on the palate, (laughs) Um, but it's not terrible,
0: you know, it's good cold, and uh,
2: I'll, I'll
0: take it. Jordan, were you with us that fateful day at the Sonic in Waynesboro when we were sitting around members of the Cube? I don't think uh, I was lusting after like, man, you know, what would be so cool is if we, if we were drinking these limeades, you know, we all had our limeades and it was like, Oh man, we should get some booze to put in these, man. That'd be so cool. You know, we we're college bros yeah. and, and we looked up and there was an ABC store, like a seven iron away <laughs> from there. And, uh, you know, super fan of the podcast of Colin Smith, I believe sprinted over and purchased a bottle of Seagram's lime gin <laughs> uh that we that we to put in the um in the the limeades. it was delightful a real delight um we of course were safe on the way back over the mountain um right. as as one does but yeah it was a good time i just remember it was like it was such a great situation because we were all just kind of like casually mentioning it and then we started to look around because there's like strip mall situation sort of ca- kitty yeah. corner to the uh, to the to yeah, the sonic and
2: always in like the the nook of the corner of the strip mall like adjacent to the walmart which or is the right kroger there. or the food line or the, yes. whatever grocery. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah.
0: so anyhow good times great memories i am working on uh these modelos again mm-hmm. i got i did purchase <laughs> jordan you might may have seen at your local Tienda. There might be uh, some of these sawed in half like twelve uh, pack bottles that they just put like packing tape over one side and they sell them as six packs. Have you ever okay. seen this? I okay, haven't. So
2: but I uh, will keep. I did that. On. I was I purchased that before, so. <laughs> Okay,
0: I purchased that today. Nice. Uh, they're like half half a twelve pack with just four strips of packing tape over one. End. Impossible to get the bottles out because they're all like fused into the thing with tape. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're out here. It was a good experience. Really felt like I was uh, interacting with the local community for sure. So All right.
2: supporting uh, small business. Yeah, been on a
0: Modelo kick though. I, I like, I like it. It's delightful.
2: Yeah, I, I w- definitely in the in the Mexican beer space. I prefer Modelo and the Dos Equis over the others.
0: Yeah, the Modelo out of the bottle is really good. I think mm-hmm. um, it's a little it's a little tangier out of the can, but it's fine. I, I, I can, yeah. I can make do. The show. All right. Anything to check in on lifestyle wise, Jordan? What's new in the Berg? Uh
2: not a whole lot in the Berg that I'm aware of. Uh it's it's kinda hard to tell. I'm I Jason could have answered this for us, but alas. Um <laughs> not really sure like how JMU's handling the space in between Thanksgiving and Christmas break or winter holiday break, I should say. Um, cause there's sure. more on Christmas and we don't want to mm-hmm. anger any troops on either side. Um, you're right. I think they are just doing online activities. So there's not as many of them in town, which is fine. Mixing makes traffic a little quieter, makes, you know, the grocery store trip a little bit less crowded, mm-hmm. which I'm fine with. Um, yeah. So we'll, uh, we're just enjoying a little bit cooler weather as well got down into the 20s last night uh Ooh. i think it will do that again tonight but uh
0: yeah that, that i mean it's, it's it is december now yeah so, it's kind of time know, for that time. exactly yeah. bring it on uh very cool um things are things are going going swimmingly here in south florida just another week of work uh would like to pour one out for my favorite radio show the dan Levitard show is Stu mm-hmm. Gotts. um big news out of ESPN today. I guess that uh, they will be parting ways beginning of January. So that's uh, about a month from now. Um, Interested to see what is next for them. It appears there will be a next for them. Um, I don't know. Everyone seems to think that they might make their way over to Sirius. Um, Just kind of keep the band all together and probably be offered more money and more creative space, (laughs) I think. Yeah. Yeah, at Sirius, um, I honestly like one of my favorite things is listening to that radio show. So it is a bummer because, I mean, it was nice to have them as part of the ESPN lineup because they were kind of afforded all of the ability to be the black sheep of that sort of um, ESPN lineup and kind of part of their identity. That was definitely part of their identity, right? Yeah, Being weird and being different and sort of challenging the status quo. Uh, they will be replaced by Mike Greenberg, getting another two-hour radio show. So, um, bit of a bit of a return to normal for ESPN, who will now have approximately seven of the exact same sports talk shows back to back to back to back to back to back to back. To back. Um, but I, I think that's what they want. Um, I know Dan and the the crew over there, but I think particularly Dan had come up against some stuff with ESPN recently. He had been. Suspended for some comments about the president at some point last year. Who's um, among us. Right. I mean, <laughs> was he wrong?
2: No. Well, you don't get suspended for being right or wrong. <laughs> this is true. It's about the shareholders.
0: Um, exactly. And um, I know ESPN in general is, is like uh, in a save money mode. So I'm sure this saves them some money. Um, but... Uh, I don't know i really like that show i think it was important to have in the lineup and it was it was i thought it was kind of frankly surprising and cool that espn let that show be what it was for so long um yeah but they've been kind of chipping away at it a little bit i don't know if you're a big listener or not but i i definitely appreciate that show
2: yeah i i'm not i i will say like i grew up like middle school and high school days oh yeah listening to espn radio like working my summer jobs like we'd be right. painting clean apartments and just listening to eight hours of espn radio a day and that was when it was like you know mike and mike and then colin cowherd and then you had dan patrick in the afternoon and then it was basically time to go home but what made that lineup great like i didn't i didn't love all of those guys except for maybe sure. dan patrick but like they were they were different enough that you didn't feel Mm -hmm. like oh boy here we go again and it's it's the same stuff and the same personalities right the the disneyfication of espn is much more corporate focused and family friendly focused not to say like the levitard show was bonkers adult themed or anything like that but right they they were certainly less polished and less boardroom material than than everything else pretty much that that is in the the programming right now so for mm-hmm. just for the sake of like it's good for diverse programming to have multiple uh angles multiple perspectives kind of ways to produce a show and produce entertainment yeah so I think ESPN suffers and Dan and his guys probably don't. Um...
0: The drum for something that isn't necessarily my issue, but I mean, they're taking a big, they're taking clearly their most diverse show off the air too. Yeah. Which I know is something that ESPN is, you know, strives to be, and I, I got to hand it to them; strives to be diverse and, and show that. And I'm not. And I'm not saying that they're anti-diversity because they're giving Mike Greenberg a show. They're probably playing, paying Mike Greenberg six million bucks a year, so that they want him to do something. That yeah, isn't do gonna, as much um, as you can. That isn't gonna, Yeah, that isn't gonna be unpopular. But um, certainly, that was a unique show. Um, being so, I guess, Miami-centric was, you know, uh, a big. Latin influence and and all that was 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 neat and that's not yeah. necessarily a perspective that you get with sports often I'll say that
3: so, yeah
2: well um, and I I also think like that show mm-hmm. what you and I probably appreciate it more than other folks who don't necessarily appreciate mm-hmm. it as much is just like they never really seem to take themselves or the content right. too seriously it was like this is entertainment we can be serious when we need to be serious but let's not like overestimate our importance here of course that's what i think uh gets gets lost by a lot of other people that line right oh and it's it's a
0: it's a spoof it's a spoof of a radio show which is you know we you and i i mean i did the same thing listen to eight hours of espn radio a day which was ridiculous in hindsight because i can't stand normal programming like that too but like you put in the time and get used to ESPN Radio, and then all of a sudden you sort of buy into what the Levitar Show is doing. And at first you listen, you're like, "Oh, this is weird. This is like too zany. Like these are just like, you know, uh, you know, whatever, big dog and, and little dog in the morning or whatever." Like John and Boy,
2: Billy, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. But it's not. They actually are like it's performance art, basically. Yeah, when, so you, when you realize and, what yeah. they're what they're doing, and um, but I think it was only funny because we grew up listening to you know sports talk radio and Mm -hmm. Jim Rome and um you know even I gotta hand it to a guy like I could not stand Colin Cowherd but like that dude is incredible at his job doing a one-man radio show like four hours a day forever that's so hard to do and just just being a fountain of takes and just digging in digging into takes at all times like that's that's crazy um but yeah anyhow this is a lot of a lot of words. It, uh, a little bit of a sad day, but um, yeah. hopefully they. I'm sure well, they'll. Land yeah, on their feet. as
2: as we'll find out, the games we have to talk about aren't really that good anyhow. So we can- exactly, exactly. Um,
0: but yeah, I think I think those guys will land on their feet. I am interested to see if the entire shipping container, uh, the the producing staff goes with him. All those guys have pretty unique and defined roles within that show at this point. Uh, Dan recently hired, uh, you know, fired Chris Cody. Uh, you know, Chris Cody was fired by ESPN right. uh, as part of their strip downs, and, and Dan hired him as personal assistant just so he could stay on the show, um, which probably was the last straw. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing, given the timing of all this, was the last straw for um, their time at ESPN. But I'm just interested in um, if everyone is going to stay. Yeah, how much of a package uh, of are Yeah, I would say given how loyal Dan is, he'll make sure that they are all afforded the opportunity to stay. But I'm just curious, like um, their main producer, Mike Ryan, I mean, that guy, I mean, he's got a pretty big voice now, I would say in the ESPN. Yes. And, you know, I would, I would posit that he would be, uh, you know, a something that ESPN would want to maybe hold on to. I don't know that he would be apt to do that given that, Levit- he's been working for Dan Levitard since he was 19 and he's 35 now. Yeah, um, that's the
2: thing like how how <laughs> effective is he without that other cast? Like that's that's one of sure. the fascinating things. Is like, okay, mm-hmm. like he's he certainly could be capable on his own, yeah. but like what what does that look like? So, that's that's maybe the risk ESPN des- decides whether or not to take. But Right. And, I
0: mean, I, I would say Stugatz is sort of your classic, like, slimy, deal-making climber guy. Um, acquired taste. It, it will, yeah, but it'll be really interesting to see if he doesn't, like, try to just push for his own ch- chunk of something, or if he wants to hitch, continue uh, the gravy train hitch to Dan Levitar, just be in the sideshow, which, hey, is Listen paying for one a one pretty nice really lifestyle really for really him. Sure. Yeah, I mean, sign me, sign me up, boys, if you a try out, like, let's do this. So. Yeah. Anyhow, um, a lot about a lot about a radio show, but it's curious, and this is an interesting time at ESPN and and everything. So we'll keep a BDI on there. I mean, I, I, if they go to Sirius, I, I guess I'm going to have to pay for Sirius. <laughs> so I mean, I'm going to listen I, to the yeah, show. Yeah, and I wonder
2: like what what the mechanics are of could they just go independent and then See, sell a... their show to different stations across
0: the country yeah well that's interesting i was just gonna say they or they just do the pardon my take thing and just go all podcast yeah which they've already kind of set the groundwork for that by sort of starting their own podcast network and you know they have their own merch line and everybody's kind of got like they they certainly have the infrastructure to at least keep that going in Mm -hmm. the meantime if if maybe they're waiting for some radio stuff to to come through but um a lot, of, a lot of interesting questions, but I guess back to my point, I'm just curious, you know, Mike is probably tied, trauma bonded to uh, to Dan at this point, but I would also say that, you know, Billy and, uh, and, and, you know, Chris has already been fired by ESPN, so he's probably not staying around, <laughs> but um, those guys are, you know, up and coming radio producer guys, you know, maybe if they have an opportunity to be, a bigger a bigger fish do they maybe jump at that for stability versus um yeah it's like if you can
2: land one of those gigs on greenberg's new show like he's not going anywhere right and you
0: and and you want to do that but that's the thing and i i guess that's why it is such a fascinating thing is because dan has cultivated such like a a family atmosphere with all those guys on that Mm -hmm. show that i have a hard time seeing them split up like excuse me realistically split up um yeah um okay cool well this has been sports radio hour that was the wheel round sports radio
2: and it's... <laughs>
0: um, i did see uh did you check out your spotify year end
2: i did any uh,
0: surprises any surprise are you proud of anything that's on there you're not I think, proud of anything?
2: so uh i think it was a big year of growth for me i discovered uh 890 new artists allegedly.
0: Okay, nice yeah
2: so uh putting up numbers there um my my songs list was very slanted in terms of the top five listens i think i had i had a drake song in there and then i had four from tame impala's new album i listened to that album a lot this summer it, like it
0: bangs a lot, it really a lot. i revisited it recently and i was like oh man i think Jordan." i was like i think jordan's right i think this one is better than currents like once I, upon revisiting it like two months after
2: yeah it's just like it's a it's a little more peppy it's than groovier currents yeah. and it's yeah. it's got a little more banging drums just enough that i'm like yeah i i f's with this higher <laughs> like i f's with currents as well but oh um, well, yeah the new one yeah so uh yeah no no real surprises um I look forward to putting them forth you know uh a better and more widely accepted effort next year to please the people and get get likes if I choose to share it, but um yeah i I do really like seeing other people share theirs who I follow thank Be you for like, saying oh. thank you for saying that, yeah, they like oh this this person <laughs> like or like. I really respect this person's takes on other stuff. Maybe I'll check out these artists I've never heard of, but they seem to really like.
0: So I think it can be useful. Yeah. I I mean, it is interesting. It's illustrative of of what people are into for sure. Um, I do think there is like always the pushback with all the memes that are like, no one cares what you listen to on Spotify. It's like, that is funny, but also I kind of care. I'm interested. I care. First yeah. of all, so I can flame your bad taste in music, okay? Right. And I care. Second of all, because yeah, it's a fact-finding mission, and it's I appreciate, you know. Evidently, I found nine hundred and twenty-seven new artists last year, so maybe next year let's get into four digits, right? And yeah. let's get started now. So,
2: yeah, that's um, the thing is like I, I don't feel like music comes up in conversation much, mm-hmm. or not at least the conversations I have of like. So what are sure. you, what are you guys jamming out to this week? But like, <laughs> right. When you see these things shared it's just a very easy non-invasive <clears throat> way of like hey, uh, maybe I'll check this out. Maybe I'll yeah. give this a listen. Um so yeah, it's very non-committal, which I kind of like. I
0: have to say I listened to 6 over 66,000 minutes of Spotify last year, of That's which I think there were over 800 Streamed like. episodes at the Dan love Short Show shows too, guys, because every day they release like four or five, so it's yeah. you know they add up quickly. You're but i was, a healthy dose, it was it was uh it was startling to see the numbers. I saw someone like posted theirs, they listened to like 8,000 minutes of music over the course of the year. And I was like, Oh wow, Logan, 66,000 minutes is a lot, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of bud a lot of bud time, but uh, yeah, I have a job that affords me the ability to do that for the most part, which is nice. It's true. Uh, so- some people don't have that um all right cool well yeah i it was yeah i just i just i'm interested in what other people are listening to so i think that i thought that was pretty interesting people were putting up yeah, and surprising you jason, know jason
2: if you're listening why don't you share your uh your spotify list i'm <laughs>
0: i'm hella curious oh yours very like. very curious if the lion king soundtrack isn't number three then we we fight on site we riot for sure yeah, definitely. All right, let's get to a little bit of football chatter here, as Jordan hinted at. Not, not the premier week in, these games in, suck. This is gonna in, be a short, short ball segment
2: here, boys and girls. Right, Jordan, I did not
0: write the games that I decided to pick in, but I can go over to the website.
2: Okay, I uh, I have the picks, can, but if we can, had any other ones that we want to like, brief. Oh yeah, you can you to. can
0: drive you can drive there. Yeah, I have some. Um, I have some other games that we are not picking. Um, yeah, a lot of different just circumstantial to the year. Some of these these games would maybe be good games in other years or in quote unquote typical years. Um, I mean, Alabama LSU is this weekend and yep. that is uh, I Didn't think I until was, I saw the schedule today. Was Alabama favored by like 17 and a half, 22 and a half? I mean, it was it's in the 20s. It's a big number and uh, this is weird. For this, um, LSU was one of the best college football teams we ever saw last year. They mowed down Alabama. It was a big, it was a, you know, it was a shootout, but it was a fun game. And it
2: gave us a, a memorable, like, leaked clip from the LSU locker room of Coach O and his roll tied, what F you. Oh, burst. yep. That's right. That was that a, was a classic.
0: <laughs> that was back when Coach O was really riding riding the waves. It was really, really good feeling his self. Yeah, he was still married, um, things were going well and now true? things have really taken a turn to... for for Coach or not for sure. But uh yeah, Alabama, I'll see you this is this weekend maybe worth checking out. It is an eight PM game on CBS, which is odd. I wonder if does that mean Uncle oh. Uncle uh, Gary and Uncle Gary's gonna be there with uh with Brad?
2: I, I don't know. If they are they going maybe they gotta we, get their naps in. The line for this game is twenty nine and a half.
0: Oh, 29-and-a-half. That's yep. gigantic.
2: Alabama I, road favorites going into Death Valley for a night game. Nearly a 30-point uh, favorite.
0: I thought that was – I saw ESPN said that was a historic line for defending national champion, which makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so. it does. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I don't think Alabama struggles to win that game. Uh, but 29 is a big number. I mean, geez. <laughs> it's <Great>. huge. <laughs> Uh, we'll keep it moving here. Is Florida LSC, uh Florida Tennessee the three thirty game? Yep. It is so indeed. I wonder, I wonder who gets the A. The A. Uh, the, the A. A Broadcasting team. There. What if they Not like that.
2: roll Vern out from Amen Corner in Augusta? Like oh, all right, Vern, I would love it. Time I would to love it. the people, raise morale of the country.
0: As long as Danielson isn't on, isn't yeah. on the game that I really want to watch. It's fine. He can go Tuscaloosa and fawn over Alabama. Or go to Baton Rouge and fawn over Alabama. Uh, next up we have Oklahoma. Oh, sorry, Ohio State. My bad. At Michigan State. Uh, this game I really isn't that interesting. Ohio Logan, State should Who roll.
2: is Michigan State's coach? Daryl Bevel. I think it's Mel Tucker, right? Ah, Mel Tucker.
0: Okay. Daryl Bevel is the interim coach for the Detroit Lions. That's my bad. No. It is Mel. So. It is Mel Tucker. He wore the shorts of Colorado. I should never forget this. Same state. <laughs> right. Um, Mel Tucker is the coach at Michigan State. Michigan State this year appears only to exist to ruin seasons for other teams, not to actually, you know, maybe go to a bowl game or improve their standing in the big Dibby the big, the 1G. But uh, I don't see them putting up much of a fight to Ohio State. Ohio State is in a, in a predicament here because they need they need to be to play all their games the rest of the way. Are
2: you are you saying they need a bit of a participation trophy to a <laughs> certain am. extent? Oh, I definitely am because they. How how do you think Urban Meyer would feel about participation trophies? The same Urban uh, Meyer is Ohio State for better right. or for worse.
0: Yeah, Urban Meyer walking through that door. Urban and Shelley, shout out to them. They're the in Myers. Austin uh, looking at houses. <laughs> oh
2: side note on that did you see the uh i think richard johnson quote tweeted it this morning maybe but one of the texas message boards
0: they were like, trying to see if he was at that resort In, in that, yeah
2: that was some next level routing right there it was also like
0: very dubiously not the same window but i mean they were really leaning into it as if oh, it was man. which is
2: As if every damn hotel resort in the country doesn't have that same wavy chair back, just in different colors. Right. Like, no, man, that's the chair. That's definitely the chair.
0: I stayed at a Hampton Inn in Dothan, Alabama two weeks ago on a business trip, and they had those chairs. Um, Anyhow. Uh, Yeah, so Ohio State, as I was mentioning, in a bit of a predicament, they need to play the rest of their games in order to qualify for the Big Ten Championship, which some may posit should be a requirement for making it into the playoff. Not necessarily true that you have to win your conference to make the playoff. This has been demonstrated by at least one Alabama team at this Mm -hmm. point. But um, how do you feel, Jordan, about Ohio State getting the treatment they're getting by the College Football Playoff Selection Committee? They are... They are in right now. They are number four, I think, or number three.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I honestly don't mind it because for me, they definitely pass the eye test,
0: and I by allowing don't... thirty points in the second half to a, to Indiana. They, that yeah, a
2: spirited Indiana bunch. Okay, you're right. They had
0: Michael Penix at that time too.
2: Yeah, poor one out for his ACL as well. You um, right. I yeah, I I think they are one of the best four teams in the country. And I don't think like where they, if they don't play in the big 10 championship game, it's not like, and they still get in. It's not like they're keeping anybody else from the big 10 out. The, the bigger issue is like they potentially take a spot from a BYU or Cincinnati
0: is where I would have beef. Well, BYU is never gonna get in. So that I mean the, the, the committee's made that clear. Cincinnati has a chance, I think. Yeah. Which sucks. I mean listen, I think I think that sucks. Um I guess I would say I feel uneasy about an Ohio State team that could potentially only play six games. Sure even though I agree that I think they are one of the four best teams in the country, there's teams that are going to have played 10 games.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: I mean, I just like, it, it seems unfair. And I know the whole point of this is to get the four best teams that they're allowed to select. However, they deem necessary, but their, their schedule is not going to be that impressive, even no. if they win all six of their games. And, you know, they, they can't go back now and, beat Indiana by more. And Indiana's probably going to look worse and worse now that they don't have their quarterback anymore. And they'll take that into consideration. But if you're putting your entire playoff resume on the strength of a seven-point win against Indiana, you probably don't have that Top strong of a resume. Indiana at the you time. You probably don't have that strong of a resume, though, right? Yeah. So
2: Well, and I wonder also, we'll never know the answer to this because mm-hmm. we're not at the in-person meetings. I wonder how much... TV ratings and ad revenue folk factor into this year's conversation, especially given the, that's it sells for sure. Yeah. They draw eyeballs and money is not coming in at the rate it does in a normal year. So how, how much are they just trying to recoup losses financially by keeping Ohio state in, I don't know, but I think it's worth mentioning at the very least.
0: Yeah, certainly worth mentioning, um, but it's definitely going to be interesting if, so, you know, Michigan had their game this this weekend canceled because of COVID concerns within the Michigan program. I know Ohio State is staring down a Michigan game, I think, next week, uh, and they need to be able to play that game in order to play enough games, I think, to get into the playoff. Uh, There's been some nefarious whispers around that Michigan should evidently just you know lean into should the code on thing. its own sword <laughs> and, which I mean is is so stupid and I don't really oh, yeah. I don't really care to discuss it but it would be even more interesting if you have a Ohio State team that really barely plays five games doesn't get to play in the Big Ten championship game and then because
2: of still... Michigan because of Michigan right and then you're Not that
0: Michigan beat them Michigan just refused to play them. Well, and then it's just like they kind of get in because like the the playoff committee is gonna it's gonna be interesting this year if if Clemson barely beats Notre Dame in with a Trevor rematch yeah. with Trevor Lawrence in a rematch and Notre Dame still acquits themselves very well and it's the same game as before but it was an overtime game before and it's a fifty fifty coin toss this time it's like I think. Notre Dame probably has shown you that they are one of the best teams in the country. Right. Yeah. So, and, and Clemson will have as well. And Alabama, I think has, if yeah, Florida, beat, yeah. right. But if if Florida beats Alabama, there's is four. there is yeah, there's four and then there's Ohio state. And then if Cincinnati gets another game in, I mean, they're going to probably win their conference and have another game. They're going to have legitimate beef too, especially with a Florida team. And what, I mean, I guess Texas A and M is still sitting out there too. If something weird happens, yeah. right? I mean, well, and
2: again, this of all years would have been the year to, to <laughs> have just, eight. Like, and, yeah. yeah, play around with let's try eight this year. We've shown that we every other store did it this year. We, yeah. yeah, and we've shown that we can schedule football games on forty-eight hours' notice. Like right. the BYU Coastal Carolina game, they basically called each other up Wednesday and were like, "Hey, you want to play Saturday? Sure, right. let's do it."
0: And yeah, I mean, do it. You, so yeah, you could have an Alabama BYU first round matchup. That'd be really interesting. And, you know, and BYU would get in and deserve to be there. And, you know, they would get rewarded with having to play Alabama. Sorry. Sorry for your troubles. Sorry about it. But, you know, but that's, that's kind of, they're in, right? They're in the dance. And um, I don't know. I think that uh, there's been some interesting conversation that has kind of been cropping up recently. And I think it's exacerbated by this whole year with. You know, if if your coach gets fired or if your team starts to kind of leak oil and get out of it, there's been a lot of opt outs this year just with kids that want to go and and get ready for the draft. And we've seen people not play in their bowl game of late. That's been kind of a a growing trend. I personally don't have like a super big problem with that, but I also I also do understand that it takes away from those bowl games and the you know the experience of uh, of like watching your team get rewarded. I mean. It it almost feels now that there's so much focus. No, it doesn't almost feel it does feel there's so much focus on the playoff that if your team is not a playoff team, then, then what it's not it worth yeah. It nothing matters. Exactly. It's it's very all or nothing. And I think that that I've always been sort of a proponent of college football because the regular season means so damn much in college football and it's every week feels like playoffs because if you lose, you're probably out, right? And that's that's cool and that's that's tension, but I do think that college football is kind of staring at a problem now when Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State are in every year, and then it's it's you're duking it out for that one other sacrificial lamb spot mm-hmm. that kind of rotates, and it makes it feel like there's a lot of premier college football programs out there that like feel like they're playing for nothing, and that can't be true, Yeah, um, I would say. So I'm interested in would it be better – I think it would be more entertaining, certainly – to have an 18 playoff, but would it be better for the health of the sport to have a bigger playoff so that you have maybe more investment from a wider range of teams for, for a longer duration. time for the duration of the season? Um, because you're going to have probably a couple card teams that are going to get in based on strength of schedule and how some things shake out right at the end versus, um, you know, LSU loses their second game or they lose Alabama towards the end of the year. And then, you know, all their good defensive players opt out the week after and, and go practice for the draft because they don't want to go play in the citrus bowl and sugar bowl when, because it's not a playoff game. Like that seems to me, that seems a little ridiculous. Now, if these kids got paid for their time, then they might be apt to play in these games too, which isn't a nothing point. Right. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, I was thinking about that kind of today. I think Kirk Herbstreit's been talking about that a little bit, but I don't want to be super fatalist. Sky is falling um, because I think college football like has a really good thing going. But it has at this point been established that Clemson and Alabama and Ohio State are pretty much always going to be in, barring like crazy oopsies. Yeah, yeah, crazy attrition or an oopsies. And like, listen, I mean, teams find a way to lose games. Alabama loses to Auburn. Ohio State
2: certainly has in the past.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oklahoma loses a game. I mean, games are lost, but um, you know, they're also kind of, I think, afforded that legacy uh, too of being like, oh, well, they're still really good, mm-hmm. <laughs> which you know they've earned it. They're, they are really good. So, yep. anyhow, I don't know if you have anything else to add there. I was no, I, I, rolling.
2: I agree with where you're coming from. The kind of like devil's advocate part of me wonders if. If we expand it to eight teams, how much more than do the non-playoff games get watered down and kind of lose lose quality further because they're not part of those playoff games? And all of the elite bowl games are going to be swept up into the playoff, rightfully right. so. But like, what what's the top tier bowl? That you get into that's not a playoff. Like, are, are we all? Well, we didn't get in the playoff, so I'm really hoping we get to go to the Sun Bowl this year because that's that's the real real crown, you know, crown jewel type deal. But so yeah, that's that's maybe where some of the hesitation comes from is not wanting to completely kill off all of the other bowls that you've paid TV deals and all that stuff for, but. Yeah, I I absolutely think you're right that it's imperative that as the NCAA is staring down probably some inevitable landscape changes in the next 5-10 years, that they be proactive about how do we improve our product rather than reactive. And not that I have any faith in the NCAA to do that, but I do think... For us, like, it's
0: really easy to say they should be because they should be.
2: It's a smart thing to do.
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I I would just I would say that the the problem you're speaking to with the watering down of the bowl games, I believe, is already. It's already here. And that's kind of what I'm trying to guard against. But you're 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 right. You are shifting. Then you're just adding eight more teams. Um, Sorry, four more teams. Uh, so you're really only adding a couple games right uh, and you are certainly shifting the degree of focus or degree of importance just down the ladder a little bit and then yeah, I mean, so your most prestigious game is the citrus bowl, the outback bowl I mean you know one of one of those type of games, you know that's not exactly super exciting so um, but I mean <laughs> again I, I don't know. Wheel Route Consulting I
2: would say, LLC will right.
0: accept dollars
2: to consult on this matter.
0: Right. Bowl season is fun. But I I mean, it, I think it's lost a lot of its juice anyway. Just there's a lot of bowl games and, you sure. know, I also am not in college anymore. I don't just get to go home and sit and watch bowl games like all the time. It's, you know, not. You yeah, have exactly... to put it up
2: on my third monitor at work.
0: When, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah now I mean I work from home now. You know, freaking, <laughs> I can't drink beers when I'm working and, and watching bowl game stuff. Um, JK. We really can take a couple brewskis, to pound town, but uh,
3: yeah, we will. Another. Uh
0: I told Jordan before this podcast, I hate both of these teams. Yeah. Um, they, I'm out on both of them, and uh, no, they could they could try again next year, but game could be okay. You never know. I actually don't think Oklahoma State is that fun. Um, their offense is kind of like really hit or miss. And, yeah. Uh, it's fr- it's a frustrating brand of football to watch. Yes. Yeah, which is weird because Gundy's always kind of had it humming there with the offense. But they don't have super dynamic receivers, and their quarterback's been kind of hurt. And I think Hubbard has been a little bit in and out of injury all year as well.
2: Yeah.
0: And TCU, I think Boy. maybe uh, – uh, I don't want to say like they need to move on from Gary Patterson, but I think Gary Patterson is is, is playing with a little bit of uh, unearned um, prestige at this point. Like he's yeah. he's going off of mystique. I don't alone. think he
2: has the walking around money he thinks he has.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like I think he did a really great job with that program, built them up. They went to the Big Twelve. They had some early success, and now they've kind of settled into the middle of the pack Big Twelve team. And for a team like TCU that's a private school that could probably recruit whoever they want that's in Dallas, you probably have your sights set a little higher than like finishing sixth in the Big Twelve yeah. every year. And maybe it's time to
2: And bring... and especially like when Texas is not doing so hot and Texas mm-hmm. Tech is not doing so hot. Even and... Oklahoma not having a great year. Right. Exactly. And you you're like your best strategy can't be well, if Lincoln Riley just goes to the NFL, then then we'll really have a shot. <laughs> oh, like, up, right. Yeah that that can't be your your number
0: one item on the agenda. Well, you also shouldn't be getting laughed by Iowa State. I'm it's sorry, true. you just you shouldn't be. I mean, it's basically a Big Ten school.
3: Come on. Yeah.
0: Get together. Uh, okay, West Virginia. Speaking of Iowa State, number nine, Iowa State plays this weekend. They welcome the West Virginia Mountaineers uh, another game that could be interesting who's to say yeah i, this I certainly don't know
2: until i watch sports center
0: this has the look of a game that iowa state could cough up uh west, oh, virginia yeah. plays, right after... west virginia plays really good defense big win last week they're top 10 now iowa state's feeling themselves and uh, i think they locked up a spot in the big 12 championship game already so
2: yeah they're going to rest know. rest their they're starting rotation and and get the arms ready for the
0: postseason. Brock Purdy, get that big Brock Purdy arm ready to roll for the uh, canceled Sun Bowl. Um, all right, that's all I got, non-pickers. Uh, yeah. Let's pick a couple of games here. These are weird, um, and we forced a couple of them into here so we could just talk about things that we like. So. Yeah, <laughs> so we could, we could
2: kill two birds with one stone or four exactly. birds with two stones. Um, right. We're going to start... At the noon hour, as we tend to do, we've got one at noon. We've got three at three thirty. Boy, that's going to be a, a wonky time. So buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and then we finish it at a a, a quite unique hour for this unique season—a five thirty p.m. kickoff. Um, but at noon, we start with the Auburn, the damn Auburn Tigers once again. Uh, They host Texas A&M and Jimbo's Brinks Trucks. Um, A&M favored by 6.5. Jason has taken Auburn to cover as the home dog. I'm going to take A&M. I am banking on Auburn being a little disinterested, a little checked out at some key positions. Bo Nix is Bo Nix. So I, I don't love counting on him for a second straight week. And I think Calamond has a better game than he did last week.
0: It would be pretty easy. It would be pretty easy to have a better game than he had last week. When I think he was six of 24 um, against not his uh, best. I I think it's a long call. Uh, Texas A&M looked really bad last week. And I don't want to get caught too much up in Texas A&M not looking that good last week, but Auburn at home is a different animal. Bo Nix at home is a different animal. I'll take Auburn here. Uh, to cover, that's a pretty big line to me. This has, like, 24-21 kind of written all over it in my mind. Uh, if, you know, if, if Knicks can avoid a really a couple back-breaking, uh, you know, mistakes, sure. I think this game could be pretty close. Um, they've looked they looked a little lively. They've they got some guys open, and, you know, they, Auburn's just weird. They're weird. I don't want to – that's not a reason to bet them, certainly. <laughs> um, but they are much better at home. And Texas A&M has not been trending in the right direction here. Now, maybe you'll get a more focused Texas A&M knowing that they need to take care of business here, you know, down the stretch to get themselves a chance. But you could have said the same thing last week against a really bad LSU team that they, like, did not put away. Um, yeah. Like, they, they put away with a pick six. and Otherwise, that's a, basically a six-point game, I think, going down the stretch against an LSU team that, you know, does not have a quarterback and was not playing great defense against anybody. They just – they didn't do anything to take advantage of a bad uh, team like that, which is odd. So uh, I'll take Auburn um, because weird things happen at the end of the season, and this is how Gus saves his job every year. Um,
2: Yeah, but we're in in December now. Like, it's past – well, I guess – have we really seen December regular season Gus? We haven't.
0: So I guess not. So we'll see the sweater vest is going to be extra, so I'm extra intrigued. <laughs>
2: yeah, All right. Yeah. Uh, three 30. We'll first stay in the <clears> SEC. <throat> sec. We've got the Gators taking on the Tennessee volunteers in Knoxville. Um, the Gators road. We've got big road favorites again, this time by 17 and a half. I'm going to go ahead and take the Gators. Um, I think Dan is is still on a bit of a petty FU revenge, scorched earth path, direction, whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> right. Tennessee, again, maybe a team that has some Ooh. checked out potential. Uh, Big don't, time. Don't love their quarterback, though he, he might be a little pepped up to play against Florida's defense this week. I don't know. You uh, right. Might be licking the chops a bit, so maybe I <laughs> will take the over here. Um, I don't. But, that. Uh, I'll take Florida. <clears throat> I think. I think they know that they want style points in the event mm-hmm. that they do beat Alabama, so that there's not much controversy to put them. Yeah.
0: In. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm gonna take Florida too. I uh, I think this has the makings of like a 41 to seven Florida win in which Tennessee goes up seven, nothing goes straight down the field on their first drive. And everyone's like, Oh, that was weird. And then Florida just like unleashes. Holy hell. This game has been really weird the the past couple of years. I think Florida completely demolished Tennessee two years in a row. Um, but there was like some weird stuff that happened in the game last year. I think Tennessee was going into the end zone to score a touchdown and like, uh, forced a fumble out of the end zone and then Florida scored right away. Yeah. The worst rule in football bit Tennessee in the end there. And, uh, yeah, I, I just think um Florida should be hopefully they tend to be a little bit more motivated for this game. Tennessee, their leading tackler, I think, got dismissed from the team this week uh for some drug and weapons charges that were levied against him. And uh so I hope he gets the help that he needs. But uh not a great not a great move for your defense. Mm-hmm. Um big time checked out potential. Garantano is gonna throw some interceptions um i think that's he's proved that we probably won't we'll probably see multiple quarterbacks for tennessee in this game um and yeah i mean i think at, at this point florida is just finding unique ways to scheme kyle pitts open and they're gonna try to get him the ball and um i mean actually really good things happen when he gets the ball in his hands he like pulls away from dbs and stuff too i don't know if you saw the <laughs> that db kelvin joseph from kentucky opted out like right after just getting ravaged by pits all day last week, but he's getting ready for the NFL now. So um, yeah, good. bad That (laughs) game's already on tape. (laughs) It's always a good, it's always a good look when you got a tight end, like running away from you after you get get smoked with inside leverage. But um, Hey, these things happen. Uh, Yeah. I just, I like, I like Florida here. I mean, I know Mullen hasn't exactly been vocal about the Kyle Trask Heisman campaign, but his, Play. I would. I would posit that his play calling has certainly be been that been helpful. Um, Florida hasn't really like seen it that necessary to pound the ball into the end zone when they get down close. Um, but
3: uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't
0: mind seeing a couple explosive runs out of this team. But Florida does such a good job of getting the ball to the running backs in the passing game that I'm not really worried about their uh, their running game. So yeah, I, I think a balanced. It is a running game team. Effect. Yeah, a balanced Florida team takes advantage of like a, just a pretty down Tennessee team, um, and Florida's defense has been playing better. They they actually have, and it's weird to say because you go through these stretches where like one drive like is death by a zillion paper cuts, and you're like, why aren't we making adjustments? And then you look up forty five minutes later, and you know that team has punted three straight times and isn't hasn't moved the ball, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, Florida, and then all of a sudden you're down against Florida, and you're in pass every down kind of situation. That's where Florida's defense really starts to be. So it's a process. The Florida defense is a process. It doesn't like, it's not good from the start. It kind of has to like go with the offense and do some in game adjusting. And then all of a sudden they're playing well. So yeah. And again, I I would posit
2: that that we get a little spoiled on, on the hardwood watching the pack line at a a Mm -hmm. beautiful machine, efficient beyond belief. And so when when we watch defense in other arenas, it's like, what the heck? Like, this isn't a beautiful song like I'm used to hearing. Um, So it messes with our minds a little bit.
0: Yeah. And I would just say, I think, I've said this before, I think the era of complete shutdown dominant defense is probably, we're not in it right now. Yeah. And that's fine. I would agree. Okay.
2: Uh, Jason is also taking the Gators, so we have consensus pick number one. So.
0: KOD for the boys.
2: Yeah, shout out. Um, <laughs> next, we're going to football weather country. We've got Indiana traveling to Wisconsin, where the Badgers are favored at home by 14. Logan, you can start.
0: Oh, 14 for the Badgers? Yeah, They're playing Indiana this. with without Penix. Oof. I will take Indiana to cover. I don't think they will win. I think they will cover. Uh, they play good enough defense. It's not like Wisconsin is really going to light things up, hopefully. I'm going to say that. I'm speaking that into existence. Yes. So With faith. Yeah. I'll, I'll take Indiana. I, I, they're well coached, and, and they're going to be motivated. I know their quarterback isn't playing, but he was a true freshman. I mean, I think they probably have someone else on the roster that you know maybe even has more experience. Probably knows you know. his way around the playbook.
3: Yeah,
2: exactly. Uh... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> i gosh i'll take wisconsin um this feels like a wisconsin team that's basically a coin flip of like are are they just lights out or are they kind of running around in quicksand and really struggling with their food um i i'm counting on wisconsin to have it firing on on all cylinders um Okay. I don't. I don't know. Like maybe, maybe Indiana, the the spark is gone again. You you took a took a loss at the QB position. You you didn't really reach the mountaintop. Felt the comeback against Ohio State fell short. Um, so maybe there's a little wind out of their sails. And uh, Wisconsin, yeah. they they love playing football in December. So uh, <laughs> give me the Badgers. Okay. But I hate this game, and I, I didn't. I didn't like that either. That yeah. did not feel good. All right, so let's go to a game that I'll probably hate just as much. That's Boston College at the University of Virginia, <laughs> still in the three thirty p.m. time slot. Uh, UVA favored at home by four points. Uh, Jason is taking the who's. I am also taking the who's. Uh, I do have some concerns about UVA's ability to stop the run because traditionally these games with boston college are just like boston college runs it oh
0: remember yeah we watched the aj Dillon game uh here you were here oh my god we couldn't find it for like three quarters and then we found it and we just like like, fox
2: sports southwest or something and uh man what a what a depressing show that was but uh yeah so i am worried about that given uva's lack of depth on the defensive line but Boston College is only running for like 112 yards a game this year, so maybe maybe not the traditional BC offense. Maybe Halfley's started to turn the roster into something new. I don't know, but I like kind of the <clears throat> momentum UVa's had. They got they got kind of a, a little mini vacation to Tallahassee last weekend. Didn't didn't have to get hurt. Didn't have to suit them up. Uh, so I think they might be playing a little PO'd. Uh, you know, Clemson took out a lot of a lot of pent-up anger and aggression out on their post-Florida State cancellation opponent.
0: So, maybe the Hoos hey. do the same. For Pittsburgh. Uh, God, I really don't like this. Because I'm, like, very encouraged for Boston College because I think they made a good hire, and I don't know if that guy actually stays around that long. <laughs> I think he, he might be the kind of guy that moves on. Um, yeah. For bigger, greener pastures, or less cold pastures, who knows? Um, TCU maybe, but UBA is. They kind of know what they're. They kind of know what they're doing. They got a nice little identity going on offense at least for now. Um, good rhythm. Yeah, I'll take UBA. I think. I think. Yeah, that seems to be the. If they win the game, they'll win by more than three. So yeah, yeah. I like but that. this. Is four and a half? You said four.
2: Just
3: four.
0: Ah, oh, Porsche city all day, 24, 20, 34, mm-hmm. 30. Come on, I can feel Awake it. Waking the
3: echoes.
2: <laughs> all right, uh, we'll finish it off with BYU at Coastal Carolina, 5.30 p.m. As previously mentioned, just, uh, you know, a scramble situation of a yeah. scheduling. Uh, Shout out to them. Uh, yeah, they made it happen. They're they're making it happen. Shout out to also all the equipment managers who loaded up the BYU truck on extra short notice, and uh, have that thing humming across the country right now. So set up uh, college game day.
0: College game day too. Sure, making it, making the trip. Uh, so yeah, we've got
2: BYU favored on the road by a clean ten points. I'm gonna go BYU. Love them. Love yeah. Zach Wilson. Uh, I, I, I guess this is a reverse elevation situation because BYU's <laughs> got better better lungs because they're used to playing at high altitudes. So when they come down to sea level, they can kick out everybody's ass even yeah,
0: harder. It, it basically, Lance Armstrong, it's a blood doping situation. They've yeah. just been, they've been living their life. Their blood, their red blood cell count is through the roof. Precisely. <clears throat> so much more oxygen. They'll use that tempo to their advantage. Uh, yeah, I like I like BYU here big. I, I think they're demonstrably better and more talented than um, Coastal. I'm, I'm happy they scheduled this game. I'm it's cool to see two nine and teams like this trying to, you know, help each other out for lack of a better word. Um, that's cool, but uh, I do think that BYU and and the, the brothers and fathers along their offensive husbands and, and fathers husbands sorry husbands and fathers along their uh, offensive and defensive lines will probably be um, too much for Coastal Carolina. Um, but Coastal's good. I mean, and they've got a yeah. they've got a unique a unique offense and a really good story, and and um, they do some good things. I don't know that. BYU's defenses, you know, lock lock the lock the damn gates or anything like that. But I do think that they uh, are going to be better over the course of this game, and I I think a win by ten is not asking too much for for the, for the boys from Provo, the yeah. husbands and fathers from Provo.
2: All right, so that's five games picked.
0: Who did Jason uh, take there?
2: Jason also took BYU. So we have three consensus, Oof, a lot of games, consensus here. Gators, Hoos, Cougars.
0: The gators. Mm. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. All right, cool. Let's uh, take a quick TO and we'll get to some bachelor's talk. All right, welcome back to the Wheel Route podcast. Uh, this is part two of the episode tonight. Coach E, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. How are you?
1: Doing well.
0: big um, Big week for you.
1: Yes. I moved into my own office. Mm. Small
3: business owner.
1: Yep. Um... So shout out to all the people who believed in me, <laughs> uh, who've just been having these sweat and tears with me. Uh, but yes, it's, it feels good. It's I was
0: kind of hoping do. you went with shout out to absolutely no one. Yeah. That would have been a, a great move, but. I'm, yeah. I'm not
3: heartless. I'm
0: not, no. Next off. I, big heart. I, I believed in you. Thank you,
1: appreciate you, Sam. <laughs> um, so yes, been working tirel- tirelessly to get that done. I was supposed to move in on Monday. Cleared, cleared my schedule for this move-in to only go and get my keys and be told they were still painting and I couldn't move in that day. Yeah. So I've been having to like move in in between like seeing clients. So also shout out Shout out to my clients who've been kind of dealing with a bit of chaos this week, but you know what? It looks great. The couch and chair got us as- assembled with that stupid little like Ikea tool you get. It's an Allen wrench. But it's not even, thank you, an Allen wrench, <laughs> but you know, Wayfair and overstock furniture, just as much of a b- symbol as the Ikea furniture. <laughs> so you know?
3: so Emily, anyway.
2: Emily, I hope you didn't pay for the, the $16,000 Wayfair furniture. That's
0: part the Tallulah, of the Tulula shelf.
3: That's i am happy
1: activity, to report so. that none of my furniture had names uh you That's know good. like human names attached to it so i was very mindful of that as i was ordering um the wayfair experience not as great as overstock i think i'm i'm an overstock uh
0: what was what was wrong with the Wayfair? it took them two <laughs> days to ship you one shelf and it came in two boxes no, that was
1: that was overstock oh. but like i just feel like the overstock experience is better yeah. um <laughs> And I think they have better customer service, better, like, actually, like, uh, their website's better, like, Wayfair, I know. Better oh, user interface. To navigate.
0: Yeah, their yeah. website is, the GUI is much better.
1: You get better, like, tracking updates. Um, You know, I get the text messages. Like That's all important. Your uh, order is, like, 10, 10 stops away. Like, oh, I'm waiting with bated breath. But anyway, so, yeah, that's shame. So
0: anyhow, the UPS guy and I have been pretty close. I now... I have relocated within the house to the front room, um, the front okay. office room, which is very nice. Taking really like getting a lot more, um, connection with the environment, better, better sunlight, more vitamin D worse. Internet.
1: Oh. Are you connecting to the extender?
0: I am now and it got better,
1: uh-huh.
0: but, uh, Go I just got to run.
2: I'm telling you, man, that hundred foot ethernet cable, I might change have to your life.
0: get one and put it through, uh, the house. But, uh, yeah, so, but anyhow, the UPS guy and, are get, and, and I are getting pretty close as he comes every day with another item for Emily's office, but uh, I think we're about done there, yeah? Yes, coffee table? I
1: have a coffee table coming. I am trying to refurbish an old piece of furniture to turn mm-hmm. it into a desk. If that goes poorly, might be ordering a desk.
0: <laughs> I think right. the refurb... I-, I looked at that thing. I think it might work.
1: I'm telling you, you just got to believe in a vision. But-
0: yeah. I was just giving you some concerns that I had.
1: I also found like a. I don't
0: want you to get carpal tunnel. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you. You have enough. You have enough physical maladies right now.
1: It's it's like one of those. I mean, um, old uh, tool shelf organized with all the little drawers.
0: It's either that or it's like a Dewey Decimal System like library card. They were kind of thing.
1: one in the same back in the day. It is like so head carry type deal. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so I got to scrub that thing down, get all mm-hmm. the rust off. And then I found a line of spray paint that has like vintage colors because I want to kind of keep the like vintage green it has like yeah. going for it.
0: So Like a verdigris, a green. And then
1: we're going to drill through that metal and attach some hairpin legs and call it a damn deal. So hopefully it goes well.
0: Little sheet metal screw. Bang, bang, bang. Love it. Yes.
1: I've also been crafting. So... <laughs> really just connecting with like my 44 year old self
2: yeah what's yeah. your uh, what's your craft store of choice or are you just like get it wherever it's cheapest get it, you live it.
3: Um, I
1: get it wherever it's cheapest mm-hmm. so uh, this was a combination of Michael's and Amazon mm-hmm. um, I dabble cool. with Hobby Lobby depending on what's 50% off that week sure. and you know Joanne's Fabrics sometimes can get it too <laughs>
0: <laughs> Noted. <laughs> yes. Do you want to talk about your craft? It's like a a tassel, a tassel. What? What is it? A tapestry? A wall hanging? Yeah,
1: it's like a like yarn wall hanging. Um, cool. but it's not. Yeah, it is cool. It's like you have oh, to make I all these know
0: the, the
2: term for this, I think.
1: Naprame. Yeah yeah so it is so the cord i'm using is macrame cord but then that's what you use to make the tassel and then you loop like colored colorful yarn around them so it's like tassels hanging from different like and then she
0: gets the brush that we use to brush the dog and she brushes out the end of the macrame so it's like kind of frayed out it's all floofy Yeah. yeah
2: you could do the same thing when you tie flies logan it's
0: quite it's quite I'm telling you, I
1: would be so good at
0: telling I, I'm telling you, that is a great side hustle for us. I
1: said this at Thanksgiving when I started the craft, and everyone was like, you know, giving me a hard time about my focus. Which first of all, I told everyone, I was like, y'all thought I was just coming here to do a craft to bond, but I no, this is a competition and I'm winning. I want you to know I'm accomplishing like three tassels. For everyone that everyone else is doing, so yeah, I'm here to win the game. Play so. win the
0: game. That's right. Castle.
1: Anyway, but one of the things I said was like, "Hey, I'd be really good at time flies." Good you, thing about being a C D.
0: Yeah, know. you would. That would that would be great. We'll talk about this offline. Yes, this might be a good. We'll start our good. Etsy shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Emily's Emile's flies. Um,
1: It would be great if we could like combine flies and like make wall art. I mean, let's just do the whole damn thing. Some people
2: combine flies; they make flies as wearables, so like hookless flies, and they do like cufflinks or like suit lapel deals. I'm not saying that's that's good look, but people pay for it. (laughs) That's real commitment
0: to the fly. I will
1: go where the market is. You know where the customer base is.
2: Sweet, sweet capitalism, baby
1: right exactly i love a visible
2: hand just guiding us to the prophets shout out yes. to adam smith
1: so anyway that's just a bit about me and what's been going on in my world
0: well sounds great we're thank we're you. proud of you Oops. we of the overall conglomerate you, is proud that our social media intern is finally wrenched out and doing it yes all right well, thank Things
1: you poppin'. appreciate you
0: all we had a couple episodes of the bachelorette since we've last spoken yeah
1: logan and i one were- was a
0: bit of a dud the other one was
1: which, which one was the Dud? The first one. Uh, of course, of course. The I Thanksgiving week
0: the one. Not a lot happened. You just went um, off, Allen Iverson uh, style. Clay Thompson, eleven dribbles, fifty-six points. LeBron point style.
2: James, Game Six in Boston. Just yes. Pure efficiency but, and focus.
1: If you're gonna appreciate the game, you gotta appreciate all of it. You know, even those <laughs> weeks where it's just a scoring spree, a complete domination, still doesn't mean it's not fun to watch. Right. I kind of thought it
2: wasn't as fun to watch. Just like there was, there was less drama, less volatility. Mm-hmm. It's like stuff happened, but it there there weren't a whole lot of peaks and valleys. I needed some more fireworks.
1: See, see, I would argue that week seven it moved the needle, you know, in some of these relationships. So yeah, yeah, I, although...
2: I, I understand that's important to the like building of these as you say, relationships, but <laughs> the journey, it's
1: important to the journey. Yeah.
2: The process is not what I come for to watch, yeah. you know, I want to watch I'm not, destinations.
0: I'm not trying to see like track get laid on the route to the freaking uh, fantasy suites. Yeah. I'm, I'm here to see Chasen fight Ed. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> what oh, I'm here more for.
2: Exp- like character development is important in, <laughs> in stories and in movies and shows. I just want to see explosive development.
1: Got it. Okay. So, on that note, we'll just briefly summarize week seven sure. to say that it was a coach E freaking scoring three, oh, yeah. dominated. Speaking of moving the needle, coach, coach E's team did some impressive work this week of launching us up there. I'm like, oh man, into just the freaking universe. I mean, we're.
0: Cross, Dominant. Cross the one thousand point mark, uh, a true accomplishment.
1: Really, I'm very proud. Uh, I've coached them up for this. We really talked about strategy, and they're running
2: know, the offense. The they're running boy, the offense. The boys are pulling up from any and oh, yeah. everywhere, and they're uh-huh. hitting. They're the, hitting the cutter.
0: Yeah. Yes, yes.
1: yes. Uh, Ivan had a one-on-one date. Sweet, sweet Ivan came off well. Really came off wild. pretty well. Well-rounded, sure. Uh, they do you, had. Do you
0: think he has winner potential? No. Me neither.
1: Yeah, no. I could see him being. The, he's gonna be in the top three.
0: He's like. He's so nice. He is. Nice. Yeah. He seems very nice.
1: Look, most of these guys are gonna do just fine after this
0: show.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> just fine. Um, he is one of them. But yeah, I think he's top three, and but not not the winner. Definitely not, not top two. Maybe even four not top three we'll see but yeah very nice they had a game night my type of date staying in playing games ordering some room service the damn
2: biggest chalice of
0: ice cream (laughs) i've ever seen in my life
1: (laughs) look i love ice cream and that made me kind of sick watching them yeah
0: i was a little disappointed he didn't pick the strawberries up and try to blindfold her and do a call back to his previous moves
2: like four days ago yeah but there were, there were a couple of shots where, like, the ice cream was just leaking onto the coffee table because it was all melting Ugh. out of the... the it's a 1,000 degrees in the middle of the desert. ...salad bowl thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had what felt like a very, like, natural conversation about Black Lives Matter um, and police brutality. It, it felt like... It I was uninterrupted, out, it came which up was nice, naturally. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: And... Um, I thought it was, like, a really, like, as someone watching the show, it was a good conversation here, if that makes sense. Um, And to see it, like, on national television. And uh, we also learned a little bit more about Ivan's family and his brother. Um, And kind of, get I think, you know, when you hear
0: those 75-year-old dad. Yeah. It's an old dad.
1: Very old dad. Yeah. Anyway. OD. Uh, I could be Dan Levertard
0: someday. (laughs) True.
1: (laughs) Their date went well. We had a group date um, in which Becca Kufrin, former Bachelorette, and Sydney—I can't remember her last name—who uh, was with Taysha on Colton season—they were also in Paradise together—came to help judge the competition. It was essentially like a like dare,
0: scavenger hunt, dare
3: thing.
1: Yeah, where they were like partnered up and they had to complete these different dares and like film it to prove <laughs> they did it. Yeah there was challenges like you had to like drink a smoothie, but once you picked the smoothie up, you had to drink in it and it reveal what was in it. So things like, you know. Uh,
0: there was supposedly some nasty things in there. Scorpion. Um, Riley really made a, a, a real show of nearly vomiting. Yeah. But he didn't. That's what's important. Let's keep it down.
3: That's right.
0: He's got, he, they, if there's one thing we know about Riley, it's that he's got self-control.
3: Right.
1: They had to find, Chris Harrison and Chris Harrison had to like autograph, autograph somewhere where the sun doesn't shine. Um, right
0: on the beehole.
1: They also had to like get on the like hotel grounds, like what would you call that? Like speaker. Yeah. thing?
3: the PA Intercom. system. Thank right. you.
1: And essentially make like love making
0: noises orgasm noises. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, faces. That if was. You will.
1: Just pretty awful. It
0: did it did lead to a funny little clip where
2: where Easy just yelled out like, Damn, Blake's got some demons, dog.
0: <laughs> that was funny. That was, that was really funny. And God. I love yeah, Easy. Easy. What a what a huh?
2: guy,
3: right? Oh, yeah. I
2: love him. He's in it for the long amazing. haul for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Anyway, that's pretty much like oh, to continue off of the previous week's episode where Ben like didn't go to Tasha. Kind of waited for Tasha to come in, come to him, and then she was all upset and him Then the
3: night
1: is the night is
0: over. Ben. Is
1: over. And then he shows some real Luke P type tendencies, where he's just like determined to prove Tasha wrong and like how she thinks of him is the of the utmost importance to him because he doesn't want anyone challenging his character. <laughs>
3: um,
0: he just like he he talked about it in such a way that like it sounded literally like like Will Muschamp post game breaking down like what his defense did wrong It's like we're just gonna we got to get back to the drawing board we got to do what we got to do i need to get in there and i got to do what i got to do and i got to get time, I like, gotta get time with Tasha i got to get time with Tasha you know and there's a couple of things you know there's some things that didn't go in my favor and i got to work through the adversity that's in front of me it's like oh my god dude like relax yeah. I can only control the controllables. Everything else, (laughs) like I've just got to react. He sounded like a quarterback. Yeah, Yeah. sounded like an NFL quarterback. Like stamped out. You know, this could have been freaking Carson Palmer in back in the day.
1: Who
0: knows? Who knows? Real Continue.
1: Jeff George uh, so he he goes to see Tasha. Right. Late
0: in night. In her
1: suite. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a little special moment. He orders like a bottle of champagne or whatever. And all is right with the world. He, the he ordered, really right. doesn't say anything new. Dude, he
0: doesn't ever say anything new. He's always saying the same thing. He reiterates the same thing. He's like, I'm just like so nervous around you.
1: I've just like never been like, this nervous. i just like never felt this way. nervous I am? I am?
0: I've never felt this way about a chick. I mean, usually I'm just running through chicks. You and know? then
1: anytime she kind of asks him a personal question, he'll kind of start to answer it, and he'll be like, um, I'm, just, I'm so sorry. I'm just so distracted by how beautiful you are. And you're like, oh, this yeah. guy.
2: That's a
0: real little boy move. Moron. What a move. Oh,
1: wow, He's a boob. Anyway.
0: Biggest boob since Clay.
1: Ed also thinks he's going to, you know, really – turn on the charm and go see taisha and he doesn't find her sweet which is a total like producer move and he goes to chris harrison's instead and he ends up having a nightcap with chris so ed
0: is ed is a fascinating character i i cannot really get enough of him like reacting to stuff in the background he looks so oblivious half the time and then sometimes i'm like Damn, this dude's like pretty with it. Like, he seems like he knows what's going on here, but he also doesn't seem. Have we have we ever seen him interact with Taisha?
2: I don't think so. There's That's why I was kind of like, I'm dying to see what he's gonna come up with, dude. He when he got Tayshia's when he place. didn't get sent home,
0: Emily and I were like, "What?" Yeah, that was my <laughs> yeah. exact reaction as well. <laughs>
1: uh, Every time she calls his name, like I don't understand. How
0: this is yeah, happening. so who got sent home? <sighs> well, Let it out. So Jason Let it out scoring spree. <laughs> Jason
1: got sent home. Which was okay.
0: BS. Chasen Jason, yeah, also personally fine with that. He was on my team, could have used him around. He got a bad edit in that last episode because we for per- completely forgot about him. He was out there stirring the pot, making things happen, had his big lip, was out here living life and ready and, to wolverine somebody. Then, yeah, he was, you know, recovering at a, a crazy rate. And then all of a sudden he was just like gone. He wasn't in the episode, and he did not get a rose, which is fine.
1: Yeah, so Jason, Kenny, uh, <sighs> Team Logan,
0: Team Logan, really, really on the skids here.
1: Jordan C. Yeah, and Doctor
0: Joe. Oh, Doctor Joe.
1: That wow, wow. I mean, just add him to the coaches' all-star team of. They deserve. I mean,
0: welcome. He seems like a great hang. Like, I'm surprised that he he just never really seemed like he, like, talked to them. That we saw. saw Of course.
1: But he's just the kind of guy you can tell everyone else, like, all the guys like him. But if
0: if he got to talk to them and they chose not to show it, then he must have not said anything of note.
1: Or just, again, like, their relationship didn't have any, like, I get it. Look, if you don't have zest or spark with someone, I understand. But there was so many other guys that deserve to be sent home rather than Dr. Joe. At least, look, here's my opinion. If I were the (laughs) bachelorette, here's how I'd play the game. Like, send home the doofuses, right? At least keep the good guys around. Even if you don't think you're going to, like, have a relationship with them, keep them around.
0: Right. Yeah, and definitely don't take them like, on one-on-one dates to find out if you like them wow. and decide that maybe oh, you don't like them. And then like them, them
1: but, brutal. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> Devil's Go ahead, Advocate,
2: though, how beneficial would it be to keep one or two doofuses around so that you have some pot stirrers to see how these allegedly good guys handle adversity? <laughs> I mean, I just think
0: that's, like, next-level strategy that I, I doubt... Some of us have galaxy better. brains your bachelorette right. uh your bachelorette is just out here
1: okay here's my thing decision. you can keep some potsters <laughs> but there is no reason to keep like a freaking doofus like ben around or when you've got dr joe material i
0: think yeah, she likes she might that. think the problem is ben that she is likes really that.
2: hot oh. and dr Joe's not that might be her thought oh. process <gasps> I'm not, saying, I'm not saying I would agree with that. Because she's night. racist. She what not. I'm hearing is you say
0: she's racist yes. right? yes. against Asians.
2: Yeah, yeah. as obvious and, by her conversation with Ivan on the one-on-one date. A lot of racism well, like,
1: there. I said it at the beginning of this season that this is going to be a tough season for me. I'm too invested in these, some of these guys. They're a really good group. And this this the past two weeks really proved that when Dr. Joe got sent home and other people that we will visit later on this episode, your girl got choked up I'm a little emotional. I was sad to see them go. I was em- sad to say goodbye to Dr.
2: Emily, but you I mean you were just saying like they're gonna do just fine after this. So shouldn't you take solace in
1: that? Look, look, <laughs> both can be true at the same time. We live in a okay. both and kind of world here, Jordan. Okay. I can both be sad to see we're them in go the
0: already, but and have yet. to
1: say say goodbye. For now, TTFN. Ciao. Touch it's a now. ciao,
2: not, not right. a adios.
1: I- I'm sad that their time is over. Nos vemos. And I'm happy for them <laughs> that they're going to do just fine after the
0: show. Claro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes. Okay, let's move to the next episode. So we, we plow ahead. We do. Coach E is, I don't know what the score was after that week, but...
1: It was a significant. She's
0: throwing point. the Tyreek like Hill deuces. Like up. A, yeah, a two hundred and eighty so point lead about or something.
1: Damn time! Three seasons of this
0: and what do you say? Finally. This three seasons of what do you mean? This the, of reign, this. Of the <laughs> reign of terror. The reign of terror. Me out here, God! You saw so many people on your team, Emily. It's crazy. We Jordan, and I both have three, mm-hmm. and one of mine is Blake. Wait easy still on the list i'll
1: take him off you're down jordan has more dudes than you jordan
0: yeah
2: i didn't i didn't wow. pull logan's guys off because i didn't want to wow. spoil anything because i knew you guys oh. were a little behind oh
1: you're very gracious yeah that's, really that's nice the wrong be. one wrong
0: one I try to be Can a good you, friend
1: go up oh sorry go. okay sorry pull up pull
0: up oh i forgot that i i feel like blake isn't here because i hate him so yeah. <laughs> um okay so let's bad. uh go in what is this what did you say i said
2: he, he, blake is so bad he's awful
1: the problem jordan is that knowing our luck freaking zach c is gonna end up being like no final i think he's
2: gonna win i think he's gonna win
1: i, I agree and i'm gonna be so mad because i'm be doing so well <laughs> all season and logan will still win because the points he win for being like Top two, and then Listen. The final we'll see how it line. goes.
0: We'll see how the cookie I'm, crumbles. I'm all. You right. guys are. You guys are pretty yeah. feeling pretty. uh Pretty antsy about this. I know. I feel I'm like sitting I can't, in the catbird seat, as they call it. I
1: feel like I can't really bask in my own team's glory right now because
0: because I still like, have a single guy. Yes on my I, team. I
2: volunteer to give my electorate votes to Emily's <laughs> okay. team yeah. at this point.
0: Not until <laughs> Logan is completely <laughs> vanquished. <right now. laughs> Will we die? And, <laughs> we have to so throw him into
2: Mount Doom. <laughs>
0: Uh, unbelievable. All right, let's get to the next one. Uh, this was a, a slight scoring spree for Team Logan, actually. Yep. Uh, put in a little bit of work. Um, good for good for me. Yeah. Shout out to me. We are very proud of me, as <laughs> Will Hill once said back in the day. Yes. Um, we had a one-on-one date with Zach C. To get us kicked off. Yeah?
1: It was a classic. Oh, God. <sighs> Every freaking season, we have some version of this date. They play a dress up with some kind of goofy, over the top photographer, and it usually involves dressing up in. Let's just say order. the
0: photographer a little too much dip on the chip, a little oh, too much right dip here. on the chip. There right are some right.
2: horror game songs. vibes. Like he would have, with <laughs> he did. Against. That
1: is yes. true. <laughs> so true. Oh, anyway, so they get dressed up as bride and groom. They kind
0: of like made like a big deal out of like wearing wedding dresses. Which I mean.
1: So typically, the interesting thing is that typically, when they have this date, whether it be on the regular Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise, they've done this date too. Like it's usually the contestant that gets nervous. Where I think this date actually kind of gave us a glimpse into how nervous Taysha is about the idea of getting married again, and yep. some. Years and anxieties she
0: has about that. Oh, Taysha not being the contestant. Yeah, she's the star. Oh, okay. uh, <gasps>
1: the lead.
0: Yes. The Bachelorette. She is. Someone's yeah, okay. Um, sure. Yeah, it was weird. It just seemed a little over overwrought. To me,
1: I mean, what
0: isn't also the pictures that they showed were not the pictures he took. I hope, right? oh,
1: I hope not. That looked like somebody's cell phone picture. I saw
0: someone said it looked not like they were taken either. in the back, they on were these pictures were taken by the backup camera on a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> so bad.
3: Well, it's like,
0: like
2: they probably just down. grabbed like freeze frames in the production truck and we're like, Here's, here's you were, picture. we're
0: good, let's call it artsy. Yeah, <laughs> chalk this one up. We have, to, the intern uh, we have to
2: turn on this.
0: Get the torture. so
1: none of those outfits were. I mean, the dresses were horrific.
2: One of them was bad in them.
1: No, look, Taisha looks good in anything. She's gorgeous, but like the the clothing itself was just awful.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I didn't really. I wasn't. I wasn't critiquing I the dresses very much. Gotta be what, how
1: do you feel about some of the suits in Texas?
2: I mean, I I mean there was there was a lot going on on the rack. I will say that. <laughs> I'm generally not a fan like the first thing he came out in was the white jacket on over the black pants. Looked like a oh, major terrible. D. Yeah. It was it was it very service industry white. looking.
1: Anyway. It's I,
2: don't not think, I don't remember an in all white, but I'm but I'm it, personally a fan of keeping Keeping your jacket and pants the same, for the most part.
0: I feel that if you go khakis and uh... oh khakis and blue blazer is fine. That's oh, of course that's Virginia Gentleman. A, a, a real that's Virginia gentleman. Yeah.
1: You can go seersucker. Wow, you wanna, wow. It makes you want
0: to sing a little Mermaid 5 in the, uh, on the on the on the on the steps of Capitol Hall. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. <laughs> wake c- call. <laughs> oh, oh, tangent. Okay.
1: So oh, God. <laughs> Logan often wakes me up with songs, sometimes dance, you know, and oh, wow. the other morning I'm like brushing, I'm brushing my teeth and Logan just like appears in the doorway of the bathroom and his like little uh, boxer briefs. And he starts singing that song, wake up call and
0: a Maroon five banger.
1: Yeah. And so later we're telling the story to one of my girlfriends and he was like, what? I thought it was, I thought it was relevant. You know, so it's a wake up. Good morning song. She goes, about finding your lover in the bed with somebody else how is that relevant are you trying to tell me like something <laughs> real and he's like well you know not that hard
0: sorry i mean listen it's a banger okay i'm sorry that i didn't like do a deep dive on the lyrics to make sure that like the tone completely matched what i was going for the song is called <laughs> wake up call and it is a banger that those are the two things that i was worried these about. are the facts i'm working with yeah you. right
3: mm-hmm.
1: okay.
0: anyhow I, I do it pretty good adam a Levine as well
1: Jason and I if Jason listens to this podcast Levine? Is it on the Levine? weeks on the weeks that he uh, remember. does not host Jason and I really need to fire up the old uh, Logan quotes Twitter page because I've got some <laughs> good ones
3: you've
2: just been piling them up in drafts that's yeah that's I, I saved them
1: I saved them in the notes app on my phone so
0: yeah hey, I've got I mean I've, listen I'm spreading the good news I got good things to say okay 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 all right back to the bachelorette so taylor taylor Taysha. she's Tasha and old old boy zach is that his name yeah
1: they have a great day they were on a ferris wheel he opens up about his addiction story pretty
0: wild story out, yeah. of, out of our boy my they, man is my man is really through some skimmed dark over times. the details in the bio that we yes. read yes been through some dark times. Did a little. Tumor?
1: Was it a brain tumor?
0: Had a brain tumor. Went off yep. the deep end. Started dabbling with some drogas and some bad folk.
1: Started with some painkillers he was prescribed. Yeah,
0: got in, got in with some CD folk. Uh, did a little, did a little time in the clink, is what it sounded like.
2: Mm-hmm. Rehab at okay. least twice. Uh huh.
0: Came out a changed man.
1: Well, wasn't it what like changed him is he stole a check from his dad yeah. and then tried yeah. to cash it in the cashier. Actually, like, kind of confronted him and like reached out to his dad, and that was
2: called like,
0: his dad. Allegedly, yeah. turned
1: his yeah. So what happens kind of when you bank
0: local folks?
1: I know. cool yep. <laughs> kind of story though.
0: The BB&T Union Trust Center. It's. We'll tell you that. I okay. mean, Kathy I at I the
2: was... Sun Trust would call Sue Shank be like, "Sue, we've got a problem."
0: Jordan's been taking out nothing but singles for the past six weeks. I
2: think Jor- Jordan's dipping his hand in the plate. <laughs>
0: I think he's been going over to Magic City or whatever the place is. Paradise uh, City. Paradise City. Sorry, get it right, Logan. Paradise City. <laughs> yes. West Virginia's finest um, naked lady establishment. Um,
2: allegedly, right. I
0: wouldn't know. Uh, allegedly, yeah, yeah. I got a funny story about that. I, I never went, but I do. Have a funny <laughs> I was story.
1: gonna say, well, well, <laughs> what am I strapping in for here? Wake oh.
0: up call. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Good callback. All right, let's keep it moving here. What happened next, Emily?
1: I mean, he got a rose.
0: Yeah, I mean, he did get a rose. Shout out, shocker. Keeping keeping keep team log One alive because God knows the Canadian guy is gonna really dick it all up here pretty soon.
1: <laughs> then we have a group D.
0: Oh, side note, we have some tension bubbling with Noah and yeah. Bennett this whole time. Um, just wanted to say it. Obviously, is gonna become more important later, but uh, Bennett is like really going at Noah. And, yeah. like, keeps, it would he's appear, keeps, just... yeah, chirping him. Keeps bringing up stuff. Oh, well, obviously, we all didn't get any time. It was stolen from us. Uh, at the By bus, young uh, Noah. By young Noah. And he keeps saying, like, young Noah. And, like, he is rapidly going, like, he's taking the route. Uh, remember when, when Garrett turned into evil Garrett during, uh, during. Yes. Um, Hannah B.'s season yep. and just decided, just like, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to I'm not going to win. So I'm just going to go ahead and like, I'm going to die on the sword. I'm going to mush this uh this charcuterie board right in Luke P.'s face. And, uh, th- you know, this is sort of the approach that Bennett appears to be taking with young Noah right now. Yeah. And also, listen, to be honest. Don't hate young Noah's vibe, all right? I'm like kinda into it. Kinda into it. I know he's a little bit of he's a little bit of a needler, but like he's always got that kind of grin on his face, like you know he knows. And he's making all those dudes so mad, and I love it. And it's great, especially Bennett. Like Bennett is like thinks he like wrote the book on how to be a gentleman or something, which right. is absurd, preposterous. And and, and like, all he's doing is like just being extremely douchey about his Hamptons house and his uh, house in the West Coast, and I didn't have chateau. any. I didn't have any space for the French cha- the chateau. But uh, you know, I figured uh, three homes was good. Oh come on, man, get out of yeah. here! Yeah. Anyhow, Noah's a real guy. He's got some real issues, and then it is wearing has him, All right, the vibe I like that
3: it.
1: He's been in a fraternity before. Yeah, And feels this need to and like, like murder, oh, let me murdered murdered someone young man in his yeah. place, and just kind of like haze him a bit. But like by running circles around him because. I sound smarter than him and I can yeah. like use if, him in conversation. It feels
2: like Bennett definitely thought he should be in a secret society by now, but nobody's invited him. So he's like <laughs> taking it out on the world.
1: A hundred percent.
0: Yeah. Bennett also definitely like. We
1: also just had some like tone deafness from Bennett this week where like, Oh God. Okay. I'm just going to go there. Like at one point Noah just said something to Bennett. Like, uh, Bennett, do you know how to spell privilege? And then, so when they go into like the self-portraits on the date, Bennett feels this need to launch into all the reasons why he's not privileged, and it just was so tone yeah. deaf. And I was really upset.
0: Anytime about you need to defend your position on privilege, it's usually a losing position. Oh. You probably go need to go ahead and eat it and and move on. It's yeah. it's typically a losing position. Like I don't think you're gonna be like really moving the needle with your soft you'll never right? win. Right. No. Exactly.
1: That's the problem. Truth
0: so. is irrelevant also. You'll never win. Yeah. That's just is what it is. All right. Anyway,
1: let's talk about the state. So they walk in and they walk into a naked couple posing for a uh oh, what word am I looking for? Portrait. Thank
0: you. Yes. You think that dude was popping a bone ski? <laughs> no,
2: he he looked too calm. Like those were
0: gross.
1: <laughs> Those were like pros. He like he done this before.
0: Oh, it was yeah. like, a, it was like a, a Love Actually situation. He's
1: like a professional, like, that modeler when it comes to, like, posing for, you know. Yeah.
0: He's just like, hurt. he's been doing this flaccid for weeks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Go ahead.
3: <laughs> Go ahead. Try off. to give me a I will embrace, I will <laughs> embrace, embrace me.
1: Embrace <laughs> <laughs> um, me. The best reaction, though, was Blake just walking in, and he's like, oh, no. since <laughs> in his IT, I'm like, this is going to be the third time I'm naked on national television. Great line from Blake. Yeah. We also find out that Blake is quite the horn dog, according to Spencer. <laughs> oh, needless to say, they don't actually have to get naked. They are just going to sketch the naked couple. Right. Right. Because um, but... creativity
0: is very important to Tasha, so very. she says
1: for people you know be so vulnerable and creative anyway then they move in from like sketching the couple which was just awful pretty much everyone would stick figure art which hey i relate to that yeah. i hate i cannot draw to
0: spencer say evidently took special care to draw the nipples the, the lady pointed it out she's like oh, i wonder how big they, they were. were she's, sir, she's like oh movie. you were sure to include the nipples <laughs>
1: Very significant aerial. Also, side
0: note, Spencer, absolute dish. This guy looks good. He does look good. Spencer looks real nice. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna be honest. Really <laughs> like his vibe. Yoked up, engineer, um, tremendous. Like, where's the where's the stubble very well?
1: I just can't get over yeah. how much he reminds me of Jed and the guy from Lestrade. Jed. Art. Yeah, we've talked about this. He has major Jed vibes.
0: I have not once seen him wear camel.
1: It doesn't matter. It's a personality issue. It's a character
0: issue. I don't think we've heard enough from Spencer to make no. a big deal of his personality. We
1: literally talked about this on the podcast a few weeks
3: ago. Well, that's but that's
0: because like the first thing he did was like make a joke, and everyone got mad at him. And then Noah like completely usurped him in like douchery. So, oh, okay. where, anyhow,
1: anyhow, on saying, from Spencer. Spencer
0: could get it. Then
1: they <laughs> they go on to this like clay activity and and
0: blindfolded
3: blindfolded yeah
1: they had to uh sculpt something that represented their time with Tasha. <laughs> and blake sculpted a penis and that's where spencer's just like so yeah blake is obsessed with uh sex he's talking about it all the time so you know that's
0: just pretty much makes sense
1: essentially blake's the guy who just sends girls all the time You're like, oh oh no i can see that which is a weird transition from well
2: him being uh, canadian do you think he apologizes right away well, if they like oh, if they react so poorly sorry
0: to it oh, i'm so sorry
2: do. that
1: was
0: supposed to go to someone else i'm, I'm so sorry i'm such a hoser <laughs> um also side note i saw a funny thing on twitter uh what was the old boy uh, that we hated that left early jason uh, No, no no oh my um, guy yeah yeah, 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 The Egyptian fella? Yeah, what was his name from Alabama?
1: Oh, who, like, squeezed her hand too tight?
0: Uh, or the
1: guy who, oh, are you talking about Brandon, the guy who was, no, like, No, okay. I'm talking
0: about the dude that got kicked off the show, literally, for being a My guy that lectured. Player.
1: Oh, Yosef.
0: Yosef. Yeah. So, it was, like, it was the Arthur meme where, like, the finch, the, the fist is clenching. It was just, like, Yosef watching this date right now. It was, it was so funny. <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah had to see it. All right, move sure, on
1: next well, up it was just funny the transition from the clay penis to them when they had to do like the self-portrait and freaking blake does like a turtle dove
0: because <laughs> he was so into it too. <laughs> It was
1: like this is quite the shift
0: <laughs> And it's like he's like next to it like presenting it like y- y'all yoked up with like the freaking uh oh, apron God. on and it was like talking about like the deep meetings like, it was like I mean, it was a bad drawing, but it was, like, well thought out. I and, like, he had, it's like, a, a whole speech. Speech. It's the Well, yeah, because he's the wildlife on. guy. So, he's yeah. But then, you
1: know, okay. So, what we should say about Sandhill ball... cranes.
0: Sandhill cranes are also monogamous. It's dolphins very sad. If it, too, right? If yeah. I don't think so. Don't dolphins, like, rape and pillage for fun? <laughs> Oops. I, think, I think they do. <laughs>
1: um... There's a t- there's a,
0: a- Sorry, swans. To maybe swans. swans. Yes,
1: swans.
0: okay. I'm not I'll or uh, maybe penguins. delete the dolphin stuff. Penguins mate for
1: life. That's a lot of birds. There's a lot of birds who mate for life. So
0: anyhow, these sandhill cranes who live down here in Florida, Jordan, if one like gets hit by a car, they also are always hanging out like in the bike lane, like just asking to get clipped <laughs> by a car. Okay,
1: hold on. Just Speaking asking of for birds, the smoke. <laughs> what is up with birds and squirrels? Like, when you startled them when you're, like, driving by, why do they dart towards danger? Today, I'm driving to work, and freak two ibises, like, just spring out of nowhere. I almost clipped home with my car. I was like, oh, my God. I my the windshield the would have just, it would have been a bad day for your girl. I wouldn't have been uh. able to pod tonight. I would have been too broken up. Traumatized? If you just taken
0: out two ibises, oh yeah. My gosh. Those are big birds.
1: I mean, it was a close call. I could Those see in units. my rearview mirror, the guy behind me was like, <laughs> like, giving the wall. I mean, What's I
0: happen? was, I somehow stopped behind someone today who was turning. I was on Martin Highway at Martin Grade, that, that like, tunnel road out there, uh-huh. and uh, a deer just, like, slowly walked across the road. I was like, well, good thing I wasn't humming along at, like, 70, because old boy would have got oh, yeah. freaking Jeez. just.
2: I almost got one last
0: night. <sighs> Love to see it.
1: Man, Anyhow, with these animals.
0: This is a classic conversation of the Wheel Route podcast that we actually talked about one of our very first episodes. Um, it was based on a, a <laughs> I think it was a Jenkins and Jones show uh, episode. And um, we talked about wh- whether squirrels or rats were better athletes.
2: Oh, yeah, that's and right. And one,
0: one of the arguments was that you never see a rat dead on the side of the road, so it's probably a better athlete than squirrels. And you often conflate indecision with athleticism. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good sport. It is. You feel, you feel me, Emily? Mhm. Do you think squirrels or rats are better athletes?
1: The uh, rats. I think rats are smarter
0: too. Do you think that they're smarter
2: or that they're better athletes?
1: I think you can be both.
2: I think oh. squirrels are better athletes but they're also stupider. And that's mm-hmm. why you see them dead in the road.
0: I think squirrels have better feats of athleticism though, yeah. But I think that their indecision causes them to need like extreme athleticism to get them out of danger. Whereas yeah. a rat, is just not going to cross the road like that. It's going to look both ways, and this little rat family is going to, you know, hop on, what? or it's going to go up and it's going to go across the power lines and come down, or it'll go With through the, the sewers. Um, speaking of rat families and
1: families in general, while we're on the topic of wildlife, there were three three peacocks crossing the street from our little neighborhood park or whatever oh, you really? want to call peacocks. it. Peacocks? Like yeah! Females, though. No males. Mm.
0: They were all-
3: Are you sure they so. were turkeys?
1: Well, don't female peacocks kind of look like turkeys? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think they mm. were peacocks. I think I've seen those peacocks over there. Yeah. They're by, by where the otters were. Uh-huh. We're
2: well, where old- where <laughs> fly tying supplies for you guys.
1: Exactly. The Good old point. guy who sits in his driveway and like to wave, they, like, went into his driveway, and I, like... <laughs> Wait because I'm stopped in the middle of the road and he's kind of looking at me and I'm like trying to point to them and he's finally like oh yeah and so we had a moment you know oh
0: PCs. yeah love, love a good wild peacock peacocks make crazy noises did
1: apparently whatever they eat uh turns th- their poop is like blue and purple allegedly so really? heard, yes yes
3: this is why what do they eat
1: yeah. I don't know but one of my clients says that like they have like this neighborhood peacock. Just and like cute. blue corn oh, so tortilla messy. chips. Who knows? Hmm. Anyway. Like green. She said like green drink at the like cube on uh,
0: on the uh, freaking St. Patty's Day. Uh, <laughs> the other day I was um, sitting by the window and I, I saw a bunch of ivy in the backyard and I called Nora up to the window and she like looked out the window like paws up. And then I opened the back door for it. She sprinted out. It was oh, like a yeah. classic lab moment. She flushed the birds out. It's just Amazing. like running amongst this flock of flying birds. And like, oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful that's moment. Great. Okay. Okay,
1: coming back. <laughs> anyway, uh, they were asked to, uh, to do a self-portrait. They could be creative about it. No one actually drew themselves. They did some kind an interpretation on it. I
2: guarantee you that's No, I think Ben drew himself.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Remember uh,
0: yeah. that yeah. terrible yeah. piece of art?
1: Yes, and then he abandoned ship, but yeah. we're gonna get to that. So
0: he abandoned some other stuff too. Hey, uh, hey, uh, like Brendan.
1: His at first, I thought it was a cop out that he just held up a frame, but then I like he listened back. It. He actually said, "I made this frame," which I do believe. Like he's in carpentry. I think that's like part of his business in like Michigan.
2: Yeah, but we saw him cutting out it. canvas. He is, but he also. Oh. So I don't think it was a wooden frame.
1: Oh. I think he stained
2: the outside of the canvas to look wooden.
1: Well, even still, I thought it was wooden. So hey, there you go. It's still a feet And then foot.
0: he turned it sideways, right? Yeah,
1: to make room for Wow!
0: Wow! Love that. Adorable. Love that guy. Really
1: broken up when he doesn't get Anyway, then we have. Then we just. What I will give Brendan is he, like, actually did the task, and it was sweet and cute and charming. But every other guy, like, used this as just an opportunity to launch into, like, some super heavy, dark, like, vulnerable, like, that. i was like jeez <laughs> guys like let's go ahead and like give Taisha some secondhand trauma here listening to this wow yeah,
2: it, well and the way the way they spliced it together made it seem like the next guy was trying to one-up the previous guy's right. like, yes. stuff it's like wow like i've really got to bring it like if Can i did spencer go no so maybe yeah. he just had an okay life up to this point. But it felt like everyone else was like, wow, I've I've got to really like lay it on thicker than what the guy before me did or else I'm going to get forgotten. So
3: that was yeah. cringy for sure.
1: Yep. Yep. Anyhow, so then all of these guys are sharing their super dark stories. And then we get to Ben, who... At least how they aired it was the last to go. And instead of holding up his canvas of art, he abandons ship and goes behind this curtain. I, and I comes,
0: forgot something.
1: Ugh, and he comes out in a white robe for a moment, a, all too brief of a moment before he just
0: drops the robe and, <laughs> drops out. and is and basically just this thing he's like, I'm here I am showing up for you.
1: All
0: of me. All of me, and it was really. And
1: I think for a and moment they, they he come completely... briefly to
0: Spencer, who has just like got his hands over his face and is like doing the like the, trying not the to The reactions like burst of the guys laughing. sitting around the room were oh, so away. good, so good.
2: I hated that whole scene, but it was almost worth it for the reactions <laughs> that they got out of some of those guys.
0: I want to know what kind of decision that was to make.
2: Take me through that process, Ben. That's look. that's in your dumb block small head.
1: In any other situation that would be considered sexual harassment,
3: bro, yeah. no like one asked exposing to see you yourself.
2: Naked. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did he have to clear that with all of the production set before okay. he, like, just whipped it, whipped it all out and threw I it in a circle it, for him? <laughs> like, I
1: have around. to think so. I mean, where else would have he gotten the robe from? Yeah. that's he up, up, guys? I'm taking I'm my yeeks
0: out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh gosh. Anyway, uh,
0: yeah. So yeah, he did that, and like somehow it worked for him in a bizarre way. She gave mm-hmm. him. Thoreau's, I was really right?
2: disappointed in Tasha for that.
0: Yeah, gonna be yeah.
1: honest. He later revealed during the cocktail party that like the reason he did that is because he struggled with an eating disorder. He like had bulimia for like years in his twenties. The
0: reason he did that, but
1: like I kind of okay. I kind of struggle with that because the reason he shared with Tasha that he developed an eating disorder was because he recognized that what girls want and girls want, like, a slim athletic guy. Uh-huh.
3: Yes. And
1: so for me, it's like, okay, I could understand for some people if they were saying they're like, I had a lot of body shame and so like kind of just presenting myself to you is that like, I'm accepting myself and I take pride in myself. But for him, it was more of that like, oh, it's what I found girls wanted. And so that actually kind of made it cringier for me that he like. Yeah, it
2: didn't didn't show any growth. Like he was right back to square one of like, I'm hot now and you're going to like this. See?
1: Yeah. That's exactly what I thought, Jordan, and it made it almost even, like, more uncomfortable for me. Like, problematic, I should say.
2: Yeah, I would agree.
1: But, yeah, I do think, like, Logan was talking about how he gives off major Luke P. vibes, and I think this was also a mirror of Luke P. in that, um, on Hannah Brown's season, she kept asking Luke to be more vulnerable and, like, just share something with me. And then he, like, finally shared something remotely personal. She's like, that's all I've been asking for. And this, like, same thing happened. So it's like, well, what are you looking for, Tasha? Like, honesty and someone, like, just being real with you. Or is your, like, concept of vulnerability. Let me tell you about the darkest
0: thing in my life. And there, <laughs> right. I've been vulnerable.
1: I've checked the box. And now we can move on. Because that's how it's
0: coming across. You want to hear about the craziest thing ever Yeah, a a murder to hooker in Vegas. There, I said it. You think Riley's story was bad? Well, let me tell you mine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it's unhealthy. It's
0: pretty toxic. But anyway. Word. All right. So then we had another one-on-one date. Our man Easy. Easy Mm -hmm. was left at the house. There was a charming moment of Easy and Zach kind of just broing it out at the house. I I like those when they go back and it's like the two guys that had the one-on-one dates that aren't on the group date and they're just like chopping it up unless it was Luke P and anybody because oh. there wasn't any talking going on there Well, the time
1: that it was Mike and Luke P <laughs> oh, that's still one of my favorite moments in television history especially Mike was wearing that like cardigan you know and like reading a book and he's just like looking at Luke and nodding his head it was <laughs> so great it was a great moment shout out to the great ones you know
0: <laughs> the, all- the, all-star great. The, the all-star team the all-star cast that was had a Brown season of the best.
1: Oh but, man! Um, anyway, come back.
0: Yeah, so they go on a, a cute <laughs> date as Easy kept calling it. Jesus
1: is a cute date. Ah, oh, love that
0: guy. And uh, they they got like they did. They went ghost hunting. I'm
1: really disappointed. You have to bleep that out, by the way. It's okay. It was adorable. It was adorable.
2: Got to protect the young ears that listen to <laughs> I know. it. Tighten it up, Emily. Tighten I'm, it
1: up. I'm just yeah. I know. She's just what? quoting. That's I'm right. really meant for, uh, um. Serious. Yes, thank
2: you. Hey, once Levitard gets there, he can bring us with him. We'll be fine. Yeah,
0: we'll be part yeah. of that. We'll be part of the. Uh, the. The universe. Um, yeah. So I mean, they went ghost hunting, which was like, you know, it was that's a good bonding activity. You know, you get to like be all cuddly and and oh my god, I'm so scared and easy. Okay. you're such a big
3: man. See,
2: I I kind of felt like this was a little bit too casual of a date to take somebody on who you would be serious about so i kind of started getting uh-oh vibes for easy when when they started doing the haunted house thing
3: mm-hmm. yeah not to it's be the big like, brain
2: in the room but it it kind of felt foreboding yeah. a little bit yeah
1: no i mean it didn't give any opportunities for anything romantic it was more of like a fun ha ha blow
2: off some date. steam like yeah
1: yeah let's have fun together yeah i mean look easy is definitely a charismatic guy you not find
0: out a lot about a love. person when they're scared though you know potentially that
1: was deep wow that's so why, I scare, meta, that's why yeah. I
0: scare you all the time <laughs> so you can
1: really find out more about <gasps> just
0: jumping out uh, tell me something <laughs> oh. you don't like that
1: Being scared, I
0: hate being scared. Everyone hates being scared. That's why it's fun. It's like tickling.
1: Oh, I think I'd rather get scared than be tickled. Wow, a hundred percent.
0: Well, I'm just saying, like no one, like it. That's the point of tickling. Like no one, like is like, oh, do it, tickle me now, tickle me all over. I want you to. (laughs) Why is
1: tickling so awful? And why do we do it to each other? Because it's 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 awful because it's
0: it's invasive. Like, and, it's,
1: and, it, and,
2: it, and, it and it's non-consensual. Like an <laughs> it promotes like an involuntary So what you're reaction. saying is
1: it's problematic and toxic and we should all stop doing
0: it. In In a uh, lot of
2: cases, it can be. Sure.
0: I'm not saying you should go on, like, tickle raids on people. Tickle, tickle, tickle!
3: <laughs> uh, tickle, tickle, tickle.
0: <laughs> yeah, so anyhow, whatever.
3: And How yeah, did we get
0: there? I don't know. <laughs>
1: We've been really just having several rabbit trails on this
0: so easy. Episode. Easy. Yeah. Okay, so anyhow, yeah. they do that. It seems like they had uh whatever an ostensibly good time, and then we get to dinner. taisha is wearing some sort of lime green number. She looks pretty good. Easy. Also
1: foreboding. Is,
0: is easy's pretty stoked about that. Um, and then basically, easy tells her like he thinks he might be falling in love with her, and that he really likes her, and like says a lot of nice things. This is after Tasha like. Kind of made a big point before the date to say that like she really wanted to like see where Easy was coming from and like get to know him and like because she feels like she hasn't been able to connect with him on any level. And then it didn't go well for Easy after that. Taysha like didn't really respond, pinch face the whole time, and basically like we don't know how long they were sitting there, but basically it was just like you know, listen, I really appreciate you doing the whole like and I let you down real hard, but um,
1: and here's the I'm not
0: there and and because i'm not there get get out get out of my get out of of my sight get out of this resort
1: the the coldest part of that was when she was walking him out and he was like is this real and she's like yes easy." just like so like stone faced i was like damn she's a so cold killer
0: he was pretty sad too he he was like all beat it up and like because like it definitely it blindsided i was crushed for the man Listen, I, I like cried. Easy. Like he's a very likable guy. I don't know that he was gonna win this show, and that's fine. But like, I, I thought he was very likable. And it- in the grand scheme of like the other people that are there, it really sucks that like you get a one-on-one date like this, and you you like the only result for one-on-one date is like you either get sent home or you get a rose. Like it can't be like you know Easy. Like I I, I don't know if I'm there, and like I'm not gonna give you the rose on this date, but I still want you here. Oh, we'll see. Uh, yeah. Because because freaking ed is still here and like it is preposterous that i would send you home before ed or freaking ben or old canadian you know horn dog so i, I just like i don't understand um i guess I, I don't understand that but you know you got to turn the fat if if you're if you don't see it like moving forward you got to get people out of there but it was it's just a it's a weird look for Tasha to get him out of there with some of the other kind of like mm-hmm questionables that are still lurking around the house that have in my mind 0% chance to win.
2: Well, so I guess I would posit that she knows the format of the one-on-one date. So she knows like it is potentially a risk bringing a guy on a date. If those are the only two outcomes, like if she had, if she had maybe in her head thought like, Oh, I can keep easy around a little longer and get to know him like and maybe that's the thought process she had going into that date but when he like just came out guns blazing like i think i'm falling in love with you that may have been a little too strong and that's why like i said in our group chat like never be the first one on on the season to come out with that because you that's like that's the wake up call of oh this is like really real And this is the first time she's hearing that from anybody. Does she feel that about you? No. So you're getting sent home. Like it's too much risk. Not enough reward.
1: Yeah. I would like to know. (laughs) But do you think he
2: would stay if he hadn't said that? Yes. Potentially. Yeah. I think if it had been a little more casual, like, Hey, I I really like you. I really am excited about where this could go and Mm -hmm. want to see it keep developing. That's a lot more, less like i don't want to say real but it's a lot less threatening almost yes
1: and what we learned about taisha on her date with zach is that as things are getting more real and she's looking at a potential proposal like she is having some real and existential crisis if you will of Mm -hmm. oh do i am i really ready for that level of commitment so i think having easy come out and like confesses love was a little again like Jordan what you were saying things got real and for her I was like I'm not there so I'm just gonna like send you home too, heavy, too fast to yes
0: yeah but it's I just it's unfortunate that that is your only option there is like oh it got too real you gotta go home
1: yeah but I think I agree with Jordan I think if he hadn't that he I think easy would have stayed
0: yeah I'm convinced uh, maybe but or, or we would have got the like we would have got the same speech that she gave at the beginning where she's like you know there's just something there i feel like he's not like really giving me like everything like i, I just feel like he doesn't really like we're, we're not uh you know i don't know enough about him i don't know where he's coming from you know what i'm saying like maybe he overdid it but like she certainly like set it up to where i would say that she got what she asked for and then when she actually got what she asked for she freaked out and said, oh. yeah. Yeah. so i i think i mean i, I i'm I don't think you guys are wrong necessarily. I just think that uh, it's an unfortunate uh, mechanics of the show issue yeah. that that has to happen that way. And then it's it's very easy also to say like <laughs> easy, what so I did it. Uh it, It's very um, easy to say after the fact too, like oh freaking Ed's still here. Oh freaking you know this guy's still here. But Bennett, we're saying that after the previous yeah, episode. Yeah, I mean Bennett is you know still holding court. Like I mean come on, that dude's not gonna win. That that's ridiculous. So anyhow.
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Alright, that's all I got. Now let's move on to the the, the ultimate end here. Uh, there was going to be a cocktail party, yeah?
1: Yeah, that got, like, not canceled. Rain delay. Rain delay. Yeah, it was like Peter's season where he sat down with, I don't even remember what the girls' names were at the time. One of them was Canadian. Know? Tammy and McKenna! Oh my god, where did that come oh, yeah, from? Tammy How went do I retain crazy. this
0: Yeah, Tammy went nuts, dude. That wow. was wild. Yeah,
1: he's to, yeah he oh, sat McKenna. them down, McKenna was- and then he sent Tammy home. But then ultimately also sent McKenna home, like he kept her for the rose ceremony. <laughs> yeah, McKenna that's rose. right. Oh, it was so great. <laughs> I was so happy. It was amazing.
0: Peter's so, the best moment on the whole show for sure.
1: Anyway, so it's just kind of a callback to that. Tasha is going to get to the bottom of whatever's going on between Bennett and Noah. Bennett leads with like presenting Noah with a gift. Several
0: which Noah
1: just yes, yeah, Noah's like <laughs> All right, and then
0: like tried to make it seem like he wasn't being a douche about it. Yeah, which is yeah. like very clear.
1: He presented him with like a red bandana to represent something. Wasn't like the blood of
2: like he uh, no. It was they had had previous conversation about like Oklahoma and ranching cowboys. and cowboys or something, but it was red because he didn't want there to be any bad blood
1: that's it which is the
2: stupidest thing like you you want to portray the harvard smarter than everybody else in the room thing but you're also like this bandana is red because blood okay next thing in the box
1: (laughs) mustache it's just all over the map yeah
0: the mustache socks was kind of funny
1: that was funny but then so at first i'm kind of like oh okay this is cool you know like it's a it's a piece of offering And then he pulls out a book on social, uh, emotional intelligence. And he proceeds to tell Noah how he's lacking in three of the four like qualities.
2: (laughs) Yeah. The other funny thing about that book is on the cover. It says like one of Harvard business reviews,
0: best reads of whatever year it was, I cackled. You need to read this. Yeah. Listen, most of the time when someone gives you a book that is meant to like help out a deficiency they, that they have, they don't think you, highly of you. That <laughs> doesn't go well. Yeah. Hey, listen, you've got some real issues. I'd like you to read this book about the issues that I think that you have. Yeah.
1: So. it just cannot see how he's essentially just like talking down to Noah, and it's like, oh my gosh, minute
0: yeah so any alteration comes in it did uh,
2: but sorry to interrupt again Go but ahead. it did provide maybe one of the best bennett lines of all time when and the delivery was perfect as well when he'd said <laughs> i crush life under pressure
0: oh my gosh yeah yes 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 just uh, un- unnecessary that was like, like and yeah when, um, hilarious when, what's her name uh, the, that's filling another,
1: in? sorry, and there was another Bennett line something about, and this is where we start to folly or something like that. And you're like, this guy?
0: Yeah, jo- JoJo came in and was like, uh, uh, Noah and Bennett, uh, Tisha wants to see both of you. And like, Bennett was like, okay. Like, <laughs> he was like, immediately like, it's on. Yes, yes. to laugh. Of course, of course it is time for me to shine. So anyhow, anyway. wild, wild, wild road there. So Taysha came and sat down and like, they kind of were, there was some bickering and Taysha did the whole, like, that's how it goes at the house. Like these 14 year old boys, high school boys yelling at each other. And uh, I mean, yeah, it is how it goes. <laughs> <Actually>. <laughs> um, and we were left with a to be continued. So one of them is going to get sent home. My money's on Bennett getting sent home. Yeah. He has displayed so. some unlikable yeah. characteristics I'm
1: ready for him to go. I would
0: say would not be uh father material to pull a line from Joseph
1: and Claire
3: and
0: Bennett. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> I think
2: Bennett's made father material references. <laughs> I'm sure. uh, All right. Score update. All right. So due to technical difficulties, we have been separated from the Google call. Uh, I will read the score update that Logan requested before he fell off uh so in third place i sit currently at 755 points logan is in second at 985 nearing the 1000 point mark for the season and emily has still a nice sizable lead first place 1255 points she's got six guys left on the squad Uh, I've got three, Logan has two. So yeah, that's where things stand. And I'll go ahead and land this bird. Thank you everybody for, look, if you made it through the duration of this, you, you are blessed and more patient than I am. Uh, (laughs) so this has been the Wheel Route Podcast. You can find us on twitter.com at the wheel route. You can send us emails that we might or may not read at wheel route podcast at gmail.com. And we do have a website on the internet it is www.thewheel where you can stream episodes of the show, you can see our pics, and uh, you can pretend to buy merch that we may or may not release someday in the future. So thank you, everybody, and go Gators, go who's. And go Dukes.